Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous pathways of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie Oda Nobunaga Bellicom, ah. Sam Tokugawa Iesu Burns, mm. and Ellie... Toyota Corolla, Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> fans of Japanese history will get that one. I've I've been watching I've been binge watching like a lot of medieval Japanese history YouTube lately. To be fair, it's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> so don't worry, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> is the coolest thing. But yeah, Yokai are Japanese folklore spirits. And they're really fun. I, I learned a little bit about them because I got into comics to do mm. with yokai for a little bit. Um, the best one is Tofu Boy. He's a boy <laughs> who carries around a giant block of tofu and just asks you politely if you'd like some. Nothing That's happens adorable. if you don't take it. <laughs> Basically just, just like a tofu seller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, I have heard, heard a vision that sometimes the tofu's fine, Sometimes, as soon as you eat into it, it suddenly goes mouldy, and then the mould consumes you from the inside. Yeah, I hadn't mm. heard that until you said yeah. it the other day. I'd assumed that he was just a nice boy with some tofu, but that feels more like a creepy folklore spirit thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> so. mm. A fun story I heard um, recently was about... Uh, I forget the name of the tale, but basically there's the there's an old version and a new version. And, the new, and both involve this fisherman. And in the in the modern t- telling, uh, fishermen encounter uh, so fishermen encounter some children uh, tormenting a turtle uh, on these uh, uh, on the shoreline, and uh, buys the turtle off them and sets it free. Uh, the, then later, as he's going fishing, the turtle swim, the same turtle swims back up to him and says uh, uh, and says thank you for saving me. And he's like whoa. You speak Japanese really well with no turtle accent. Sorry, I'm borrowing that joke straight from the video I watched. That. <laughs> um, <laughs> check out Lin for me on YouTube; they're really good. Um, but you know, and so as thank you for uh, for uh, uh, for saving me. Uh, are you going to grant me some wishes? No, that's the fish from that other story. Uh, what I am going to do is show you to a mysterious palace under the sea, because you know, down where it's wetter, they say it is better. Take it from me. Um, so he goes down, uh, down, and is treated to a lovely time for a certain amount of time, maybe a few days, maybe a few years, uh, by a dragon princess of the sea, and uh, then gets homesick and asks to go home. And the princess is like, well, "Are you sure about that? You, you probably shouldn't do that." It's like, "No, I really want to go home and see my parents and stuff." Like, okay, well, here's a magic, here's a box. Don't open it under any circumstances. So he goes back up and finds that three centuries have passed. Uh, this village mm-hmm. is gone. Everyone he knew is long dead. Uh, and, just, and the entirety of society has moved on. Uh, in a panic, uh, he opens the box, hoping it will provide some sort of clue. And a wisp of, uh, a wisp of smoke emerges and he ages to dust. Oh. As all the time catches up with him. Um, this isn't a newer version of a much older story though where he doesn't save the turtle he's uh he's fishing uh and he's also astonishingly good looking 
Yeah. Like, him being astonishingly good-looking is a plot point. Because a, a magical turtle comes up to him, turns into a beautiful princess, and says, Hey, you're hot. Do you want to get married and come live with me in my sea palace? And he's like, yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> so they do. And he goes into the sea palace and has a rockin' great time for three years. Um, and then says, I'm kind of homesick and I want to go home. Uh, and she's very upset about this. And he insists, I really do want to come home. And says, okay, well, I'm going to give you a magic comb box. As proof of your love, don't open it. But hold it close to your chest if you want to come back. So he goes up, three centuries have passed. Oh, no. Uh, and then he holds it to his chest and overwhelmed by, by love. He forgets the one instruction. Oh, wow. <laughs> which is Wow. <laughs> opens Ooh. it and turns to dust. Oh, no. Um, and that's actually a love story about how you shouldn't betray your, your love vows. Sure. And also maybe huh. don't go into mysterious other lands where time may or may not flow. And you should way. turn your lover to dust if they wrong you once in a small way. I think the moral of the story is don't fuck a turtle. <laughs> I suppose. That's what yeah. I'm taking from Excellent this. time to, to ask, future us. What have you been doing? <laughs> With what your messages from the present. From the present. <laughs> <laughs> it's future Jason with messages from the present. This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. As ever, a massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs Link in the description. We are an affiliate of dnddice.com, makers of beautiful specialty dice since 2010. Whether you need dice because you're masquerading as a vampire, calling Cthulhu, or are some sort of pathfinder gathering the magic munchkins, you can click through our affiliate link in the description and grab yourself or a friend some particularly sexy dice or a particularly sexy leather dice bag. We are also an affiliate of Zavi, fine producers of nerdy garments and handy household items. Remember, you can click through the affiliate link in the description and use code FLINTLOCKS20 to take 20% off clothing and FLINTLOCKS10 to take 10% off not clothing. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Pastor Jason. And now for an adventure which will hopefully have no turtle sex. Uh, Welcome to Turtle and Porn. Why would you ruin that? Why would you rule that out for me? Where... Four mad, not kind of actors, um, fuck turtles <laughs> <laughs> for four hours or so, and then leave. What a lovely podcast. <laughs> I was imagining it was just turtles, like, and other turtles. You just see a big splashing sound. No, Robbie sounds. specified that people shouldn't fuck turtles, so I, that's, why, that's where mind was. That's, that's I've forgotten how to speak. <laughs> Speaking of wandering, it's time we wand- wend our way onwards and play some flint <laughs> to play for TNT and begin flintlocks and <laughs> fireballs. <laughs> our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. 
No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party have, as far as they can tell, fallen through the cracks of reality, following a not quite complete uh, attempt to steal a mansion and seal it into an extra-dimensional space. As a result of this, the five totems keeping the uh, mansion anchored to the rest of the world have split off in completely different directions, trailing through a strange void space, uh, and leading, it seems, to other hidden places. The party have already travelled to a moth-filled orchard, and retrieved one of the totems from the clutches of the ghost of Mothman, um, <laughs> and have now proceeded pursued their second totem, travelling through the twisted and overgrown hedge maze that was part of the mansion's grounds, before travelling into a strange, muggy vaguely tropical place filled with huge trees, thick shrubs uh, and tasty looking uh, roots and indeed like fruit fruit and vegetables everywhere with the slight downside of them trying to kill the party hmm. however the party were able uh, through thanks to the power of uh, T-Rexes uh, to successfully evade the hue, uh, the the shambling mounds of highly edible vegetation, making their way to a curious sort of complex on the edge of this forest. So they can see long walls stretching. It seems to be around the out the circumference of this forest area. There is a wide hemispherical sort of plot, which is free of vegetation. Indeed, uh, a series of markings, uh, a sort of border uh, in the distinctly familiar uh, circular gigantic script, and, well, encircles uh, this area, or at least bounds it, and vegetation that tries to cross over of its own will seems to set fire. Hmm. On the other side of this, however, are neatly stacked uh, mounds and piles of gathered fruits, leaves, vegetables, roots, and all the produce of this rather hostile but very edible jungle. There seem to be a number of small buildings, uh, within this clearing area and a larger door which shows signs of having uh, uh, which is slightly ajar and through which you can hear the sounds of civilization the three of you and of course your companion victory are have just uh, are in the process of picking yourselves up following uh, following, I think Scamp actually dismissed the 
uh, T-Rex effect. So falling, being uh, yeah. unceremoniously dumped to the ground by the polymorph <laughs> uh, dissipating. I definitely forgot to let you down. I do remember yeah. that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Ow! I mean, thanks for the ride. Uh, Looks like those weird vegetable clumps are moving back. Yeah, can I suggest, like, bang your tail on the ground twice to let us know uh, we need to get off next time? Uh, I mean, you're very welcome to suggest things. I will take them under advisement. Great. Um, why are there people here? <laughs> By the sounds of things. Do you think it goes somewhere else? Or is this still void? I mean, there's a definite lack of void here. You can hear the sound. You can hear distant sounds that match up to civilization. You swear you can hear murmur, faint murmuring voices what might be the sounds of cartwheels even um but they are distant as if you're hearing them on well there is no wind that you can feel exactly um but there's but yeah as if it, as if carried from some some distance away well we saw evidence elsewhere that there were people here at one time maybe these are the same people they're still here oh well, I mean, it's a magical effect it might not be real. Might not. True. Could be more ghosts. Well, I hope not. Uh, this thing, whatever it is, it didn't like um, uh, vegetation of any kind. If I and Corson is going to first like just um, poke his belaying pin across the uh, the threshold of this thing. If that doesn't do anything, like um, push the elbow of his cotton shirt towards it because that's plant matter still you try both things the and the uh the the barrier does not react hmm. i think oh. it must be living plants then maybe anyway shall, should we just go look yes. yeah let's go have a look because I, think... I mean we haven't been quiet in our no. If no. it's real people, they know we're here. They do. I mean, they literally just had a fight with some bushes for like ages, really nearby. And I was a, a dinosaur. dinosaur. Yeah, that happened. Uh, we yeah, arrived. Known for their subtlety. Hard. I'm gonna open the door. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, maybe okay. we'll see if it's trapped because a boulder fell. Yeah, on the, you like, do that. Yesterday. I'm not gonna open the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I should probably put it strapped and somebody should help. That's, that's I will assist you, yes. Yeah. Inspiration modifier, not inspiration. Intelligence? Investigation. Investigation. It, it sounds go. nearly the same. Yes. It's not, wow, that sucked. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, is, we're good I mean, One of them was a one, so I'm glad you helped. Mm. Um, that is, God, why are any of my skills? I've forgotten. Who am I? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Thing I break down at the end of the table. <laughs> you step forward cautiously, looking around the, looking at the doorway itself. 
It's an archway of... Actually, though overgrown and with, um, with greenery and faded algae, you can tell that this is actually Cloudstone. And the door in the centre seems to be similarly made made of some version of this cloudstone, but it is slightly ajar on uh, uh, on hinges. And as you stare through, peering through, you aren't able to detect any sort of trap. It seems to have been forced open. Um, though presumably wasn't that securely locked to begin with. Not smashed through the way the other was, but rather this looks as if it was knocked open and then is swung mostly closed again on its own merits. Beyond, though, you catch sight of what can best be described as a wide and deep valley reveal. You, there's a moment where your brain doesn't quite want to comprehend this because for one thing, the sky doesn't quite match up to what you can see above, directly mm. above you, which is like a deep blue. Instead, the almost sort of um, kind of pushing almost like uh you know you get that real like near aqua not aquamarine but um uh like almost lapis sort of blue like yeah. ultramarine yeah ultramarine that's the word marine I want. uh in the deep of summer you know when you mm-hmm. see that that sort of blue in the sky uh directly above you in this like when it's sort of late in the day yeah late in the day that's what the, the sky in this jungle feels like but when you look beyond there is a pale um not quite like not close to white but you know when you get those sort of those bright spring days where the sky is clear a light blue as if at noon Mm. and there are uh well the sky in that alone the skies don't match up but the greenery is subtly different too it feels cooler on the other side not cool by any means but not as oppressively warm rather the cool of a balmy early summer day and the valley is terraced every step of it the whatever mountains made this up have been carved through untold effort into galleries and galleries of stone, well, stone terraces overflowing with greenery. Vines uh, trickle artfully down the, uh, down the sides of these stepped structures. But you can also see countless beds filled with uh, with 
obviously well cared for and irrigated uh, grains, fruits, vegetables in neat, ordered rows. Many near, some near harvest, some looking freshly planted, and others in various states of growth all around. And spearing up from the centre of this valley, almost a, like almost as an inversion to that, uh, to that, is a tall, stepped citadel of white stone covered in gold that gleams in the light from above. There are somewhat diff- strangely diffuse light. Um, and the shadows are a little odd. It's similar to being in the uh, in the orchard with all of the blue trees. The light comes from up above, but it doesn't exactly feel like it comes from a single source, per se. And in the distance, you can hear and see tiny figures moving around the many tiered streets, the walkways that uh, run cobweb-like between the stepped terraces leading down uh, and and the stepped citadel leading up, connecting all parts of this garden city, of this golden garden city. The very base is a shining crystalline looking lake and even from here you can see schools of uh, colorful fish swimming around well that's going to be a turn up for the horticulturalists yeah i mean that's one way to put it yeah i mean if they've managed to just keep Making there be food and growing things. Do you think? Do you think they've just lived here? Well, look at those plants. There must be seasons here of a sort. Mm, maybe. Or maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe it's just artificially a good season to grow things in all I'm, the time. I mean, unless it's magic. That that's the only yeah. way I can think about it. Because I don't know much about plants, but like, even if you kept it, in, don't they need to like cycle? If you just kept it in a good season. I don't know much about plants, but I feel like they'd get tired. Well, a good season for one thing is not necessarily the right season for another. Yeah, we grow things in the dark where I'm from. (laughs) Yeah, I understand that. I'm not really the person to ask. I grew up on a ship, I'm not really... But that sounds right. I don't know. Alright, quick, Pracy. Different things grow at different times of the year. They grow better at different times of the year. You can't yeah, grow everything all at once. It doesn't work. No, but even... Wait, say say you've got... A, what's a vegetable? I don't eat them. Carrot. They were, Carrot. Carrots, like, if you have they the exist. right time of year for carrots... Yes. And they they can't just grow constantly. They'll they, they get tired, won't they? Don't they, they need tired different carrots. conditions at different times? I don't know. I'm the slightest idea. idea. Um, I'll take your word on it. Sometimes I'm, I'm guessing. Generally, if you're going to be the, if you're going to be efficient with it, you have to rotate things in and out. Yes. I quite like carrots. 
<laughs> you know they uh, used to say that they uh, they allow you to see in the dark. <laughs> well, clearly I've eaten my carrots then, haven't I? <laughs> I've eaten some carrots. You've never once though. eaten a carrot, I don't believe. What's you. a carrot look like? <laughs> Which one's that? <laughs> They're the purple ones. Yeah, because at yes. this time they would be, wouldn't they? <laughs> Why did they become A few orange? different colours. What, what, um, what was the year? The Actually, orange no, ones? They, they, they would exist, but they might not have supplanted the other varieties of carrot that there were. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have purple carrots at some point. We've got some in the garden. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, well, um, you know, you say that, but victory points and you can see like looking around the corner this isn't just opening up onto a random bit of the valley this is opening up this door seems to open into one of these stepped terraces presumably one at quite a high elevation based on how much you can see of this strange citadel valley Mm -hmm. Uh, and there are you can just see now around the uh, uh, just poking through that narrow bit of the door there look to be wheelbarrows um, with uh, some. Uh, you can see three wheelbarrows one is empty one is half full of these same fruits that you can see piled up the ones that were previously trying to kill you um, piled up in uh, in huge stacks around, and a third one clearly was full of these fruits, um, and clearly was intact. But something smashed it to pieces, scattering uh, sort of uh, so, sort of distinctive red flesh and black pips everywhere. Oh well, just follow the path of destruction then. Yeah. Can I'm sure there won't be anything bad at the end. Everything's now fine. We're in this, a position to examine it without it trying to eat us. Do I recognise these um, these uh, fruits? I uh, roll a nature check. Okay. Doubtful. That that would be a nine total. <laughs> There's. I mean. Seeing one smashed open, like Mm -hmm. several smashed open like this, Mm -hmm. um, and looking at some of the others, they are they 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 bear a resemblance. uh, The various things you can see, they bear a resemblance to fruits and vegetables you know vaguely. Like the big roots could be relatives of. You wouldn't know without tasting them, but you know, carrots, parsnips, turnips, take your pick. Um, okay. The smashed open things look like uh, vaguely, vaguely reminiscent of melons. Um, okay. But the thing is, they're all f- they all look like that if you'd taken uh, the ancestors of these cultivated vegetables several dozen or maybe a couple of hundred uh, generations back, actually, given the way of, of plant reproduction, potentially a, thou- a, a, you know, a thousand or so generations back, and then had taken them in a different direction. Right, so they're like um, 
potentially analogs of things we might yeah. have found in Jova, but you um, can see you can see something that looks like a potato if mm. potatoes grew to the size of um, uh, if potatoes grew to the size of bowling balls. Oh, the amount oh, wow. of chips you could make with this. Do you, do you think these things are safe to eat, or are we going to, like, explode? Because Jeffrey's eaten, like, four of those ones. Well, um, <laughs> some of these um, I mean, are probably best to cook first. Um, like, Jeffrey is, is, like, swaying a little after consuming what look kind of like grapes, but the size of plums. Um, genuinely, though, is this Dreamfold rules? We don't know anything about where we are. I, t- I mean, we did eat breakfast in the other bit. That's true. Um, but yeah, but we, we had breakfast, breakfast that had been us. brought yeah. in the house from our play, play? True. Our dimension. True. What are we our, our home. Our home. Our place. Our, our point yeah. of origin. Yeah, just, just okay. From, um, yeah, from but Calcinia. it wasn't. It wasn't here, bacon, was it? You know. No, that's true. No. We haven't actually but eaten anything that originated here. These yet. plants might not have. Like, these ones probably originated here, but they might have originated from previous ones that originally came from somewhere else. <laughs> My point is, do we really want to, like, potentially dreamfold this until we know more? Oh, no. I'm more probably concerned shouldn't, that but if... Jeffrey's already in there. Well, I'm more concerned that if uh, these are here, these might actually belong to someone who might not be uh, too pleased that we've been Speaking eating their which... crop. Uh, Celestia and Corzin, you hear the sound of footsteps coming from, uh, coming from, you would guess, the other side, like the the side side of the door you can't see, and echoing down these hallways. Well, someone's coming, so get excited. I think they probably would be more angry about the mess that our thing made. Wipe that off Jeffrey's face. Jeffrey... Clean your face. I'm just press to digitate Jeffrey before they get here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So at this point, you you kind of quickly smear bits off. Clean the monkey. Uh, yep. <laughs> and at the, and I'm not going... a euphemism. Verb the noun. <laughs> <laughs> Clean the monkey is terrible. <laughs> That's really bad. It really is. <laughs> That's a bad one. What was the worst one I've ever heard? Polish the troll. <laughs> that was the worst one Polish I've ever heard. Polish the yeah. troll. <laughs> that, that was bad. Yeah. I can't remember where that came from, but... <laughs> okay, one moment. So, uh... There we go. He's looking up some notes, so I'm singing a song yeah. to give him time to look up. So, you see... That's alright. There's, there's a pause um, before a... Uh, uh, before the steps arrive and you hear a sort of <sighs> sound as someone comes by and starts uh, and you see them walk past the door uh, with and begin uh, lifting up, trying to look and see what they can salvage of the broken melon type things oh, no. and put them into the uh, full ones. And interestingly, the person you see is a grey-green-skinned orcish woman Hmm. um, wearing what appears to be uh, a simple linen uh, uh, sort of 
basically a robe. It's like a one-piece, one-piece uh, tunic and skirt type affair, cinched with a leather belt. Um, she has a. Uh, she's in the process of picking up one of the more intact-looking melons when she turns around and sees the four four of you and blinks. Hello. Hello. Greetings. Luho. Oh, um... Oh, bugger. I am gonna try speaking uh, whatever I can of old giant to see if that is something that uh, she understands. Ooh, okay. What are you gonna try and say? Uh, I am gonna try and say, uh... Hello. Are these your carts? <laughs> Um, the there's a pause and she blinks and says Nishi she uh, and then a pause and she says uh, 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 in France Nishi me oh bollocks and she looks very confused at what you're saying does anyone speak okay. this anyone. speak what sorry does anyone uh, roll, speak what she's speaking roll an intelligence <laughs> check Oh. Yeah, let's see if I even recognize what it is. Eleven. Oh, uh, intelligence, uh, that's a sixteen. That's a seventeen. Okay, sixteen, seventeen. Uh, and actually, Scamp, because you've heard something like this, uh, all of you, it sounds uh, like... It sounds like Tang Haldanic. Mm. Um, oh. But you, you don't know... you. None of you speak Tang Haldanic enough oh, to know whether this is is actually that or it's just like you know a f- in the way similar. yeah it could be a dialect it could oh, be a dialect something else uh, yeah. in the way that someone to someone from Japan let's say English and German probably sound quite similar yeah like you have no idea how can how close this is but right, yeah. but your ears are telling you Haldanic. Right, no one speaks any kind of Haldanic here, do they? Victory, um, you, you don't surprise speak Haldanic, do you? I, any kind? Uh, not really. Uh, oh, Give me ten minutes and I can understand yeah, it. Yeah, we could do. Um, but I we can't do that, speak but, it back. But they seemed uh, the uh, the orc woman pinches the bridge of the uh, 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 the the bridge of her Sorry. nose, uh, and uh, <laughs> and says. She seems to be gesturing at you as if asking for something. Okay. Um. Nope. Sorry. Wenjian! Wenjian! She pull, reaches into, like, down into, uh, uh, like, the, the, the neck of her robes uh, and pulls up on a string what appears to be a piece of paper stamped uh, with uh, with writing. Um, writing that you recognize, uh, Corzin. Oh. Because it's oh. in gigantic. Ah. Um, I, um, you look at that I, and it seems to say... And, I... um, uh, and it seems... Uh, you can... Re- well, the first bit is, is lingu- like you can... 
it doesn't quite map. Uh, you recognize mm-hmm. syllables that you think say, uh, say, Pu-tel, um, but you do recognize what seems to be, it says, fruit farmer. Right. Dis- uh, uh, fruit farmer, uh, and what loosely tra- translates as uh, district, uh, district 14 upper levels. Okay, um, I smile and nod, like, uh, trying to uh, sort of, uh, understand, and I point at the, um, uh, the, the words and say, um, again, it will be in, uh, uh old, uh, gigantic, um, is there anyone who speaks that who uh and i like I, I will be trying to mime with uh, uh with my hands the the meaning that i'm probably not communicating very well otherwise <laughs> she she gestures again to the uh, to, to the to the like paper she has and then sort of throws her hands up she <sighs> puts her hands up and gestures as if she's going to go walk Right. Um, is okay, she asking for our somewhere? papers? Because we have that weird paper that we can put anything on. Yeah, it's but what earth do we want to put on it? I don't fucking know. It's what causes a next giant. I'm like, we want to like, put something giant on it. Equally, maybe we just don't lie and be like, hello, do you have our totem, please? Goodbye. I think we'd need more context to be able to put the right thing. Yeah. yeah. How how many times can we use that paper? Is that a oh, it's a it, no, as many times as you want. Oh fuck it then. <laughs> you just need to tell it. Let's what, be you, just fruit need, you just need to visualize what it. Uh, you need if it's not encountered a document before, you need to touch the document to an example of its type once, so it can record the t- like the layout. But it can say anything? And then you can change it just by basically right. willing it. Okay. Like you, will, you, you tell it what it wants it to be. Mm. And if uh, Corson has the... If there is even an equivalent term in Old uh, Gigantic, um, uh, he is going to suggest using the, uh, the words for archaeologists. Uh, I mean, it would literally be archaeologist, uh, archaeologos. Okay, <laughs> but, okay fine, uh, yeah, because that would make sense. We're here yeah. for an old thing that it doesn't belong here. Ugh. We're just, you know, here yeah. to retrieve it. <laughs> um, are you trying to get the papers to do this? Yes. Okay, you take the paper, whisper to the paper. Uh, the paper sort of changes a little and. Forms seems confused. It forms a Sulian passport, and then mm. like a Wendish passport. No, scroll on, it, scroll on. <laughs> you try it a few times. It hasn't. It doesn't seem to have a copy of this type of papers. You see, Pudau has already has Pudau has already turned around. And she's starting to walk off. Oh, oh could you, cousin, cousin, tap? Try, uh, try and get another look at that little bit of paper and tap yeah. our thing to it. Yeah, do it, do it, oh. do it. We could, we could be fruit farmers. Uh, okay, um, I, uh, I, I walk up to, uh, uh, her again, and I say, oh, uh, like, hold my uh, hands up and say, like, huh? one, one moment, one moment, um, uh, and I point to the thing around, uh, uh her, her neck, and I, um, gesture to the, uh, the paper we have, 
and I sort of like indicate that if we uh, touch it together, it will. Um, that doesn't displace. make any sense. <laughs> roll, roll. You just need to ask her for a paper. I'm going to say roll persuasion with disadvantage because you're trying to communicate a confusing concept across a, across a, a language barrier. Okay. Um, <laughs> Basically yeah. miming. Why would you not just say, can I have a look at your papers again? I'm so confused. <laughs> it's all right. That's what you've just said you're going to do, so go for it. Okay. So persuasion, that is... Oh, it's a four. She, like, starts pulling out her papers again and then seems very confused and a little alarmed by the gesticulation you're doing and the way you're waving um, this other piece of paper does around. Does and have the papers in his hands right now? Yes. Um... If she's, like, got her papers back out, I would like to just grab them and tap them on hers. Okay, mm. uh, roll... Uh, ooh, I guess this is uh, basically just a dex roll uh, versus her speed to try and oh, put them away. Oh, it's gonna be bad. Like, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, uh, 12. <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually, technically... Like, are you trying to... You're doing this brazenly rather than sneakily, aren't you? I'm not trying to be sneaky. Yeah, no, then... Uh, then I've just decided I'm just doing it. Uh, she, she shoves them away and starts backing off, like... Well, that didn't go very well. And she is like, Whoa! Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Bye. And again, she, she, uh, <laughs> she says... Um, <laughs> she kind of puts her hands up and goes, Whoa, yo, charming way. And starts, turns, and run, and walks off very hurriedly. Uh, oh dear! Well, I thought that was worth a try, but apparently out. not. Jingwei, oh, it was. Jingwei, oh, no. gods! Well, we're fucked. Um, so that was uh, that was a bad call from me, if I'm honest. Um, I yeah, just panicked. I, I, I didn't like know we... if we'd see anybody else's papers ever again. Okay, so... we might speak the locals a little here. Yeah. Uh, do we? I mean, try being me walking into any situation. In all fairness, this like this is a lot. You are certainly distinctive. Yeah. Yeah. Is that some variation of Tang Haldanic they're speaking? I don't know. I mean, it sounds like it, but I don't know the language right. I mean, give us ten minutes and we'll have to understand it, but I feel like the guards are going to be uh, here faster than that. Let's find somewhere we can hide out for ten minutes. Yes, let's hide. Come on, let's go hide. What are the... um, uh, Worst comes to worst. (sighs) There's something I can try, but I need you to... like See if you can find somewhere that we can hold up for one minute at least. Right, what's in the local area we can okay, step, move you've, you've now stepped out into the corridor. You can see these, this terrace stretches out, slowly curving round in both directions. But there are steps that lead up and down to different terraces. And the lo- and you can see some way away there is a, a long one of those long corridor stretches that goes towards the main city. You can also see what appear to be uh, a pair of... Uh, hobgoblin guards uh, in uh, heavy in boiled leather armor with uh, spears uh, uh, and Pudau is now uh, gesturing uh, gesticulating frantically in your general direction talking to them (laughs) bugger well I fucked this up folks sorry Uh, let's let's move from here it's been a long day I ran out of patience Let's let's find somewhere to go. The hiding will definitely make us look less suspicious. <laughs> well, let's just move from here, right? Um, 
You could try. So your options uh, are short of diving into the into the open abyss. Uh, <laughs> uh, there, uh, you can the the there is space technically above you because the whole thing is stepped. Um, so, uh, but stepped with a sort of slight overhang. You're kind of in. You're almost in like a corridor that runs cut into this mountainside with uh, with wide stretches in front of it of uh, fertile of you know, fertile field uh, terraced field. So your main options are left away from the guards, right towards the guards, and then there are staircases that go up and down in both directions. Who's for left I- away from the guards? works for me. Uh, yeah, I can give two of us sure. like a minute of invisible but I can't do all of us. Uh, no, not was it right now. Let, let's just go. Go, go, go. Yeah. Okay, can I have a stealth check from everyone, please? Okay. Ooh. I have like permanent disadvantage these days, don't I? Pretty uh, much. Yeah, because yeah, just glimmering. There is a 22. Uh, what was yours, Sam? Just 20. Actually, sixteen, which like isn't dreadful for me. This is great because it covers for Victory's horrendous roll there. Uh, <laughs> Victory just sort of like stumbles, catches her, her coat on uh, a bit of the broken uh, <laughs> on a bit of the broken wagon, slips on one of the uh, uh, of the glistering sort of melonish seeds, and nearly tumbles over. You catch her and drag her after you. <laughs> We need to do something about how noisy you are when you move. <laughs> she, she just there's a brief moment where she shoots daggers at you, and then uh, like whether <laughs> shoots a dagger like Lance, I should say, it doesn't just shoot daggers at you. Flips you the bird with both hands, and then hustles after you. Uh, oh, no, that's fair. There is not really a clanging because they're not wearing that much metal, but there is a thump 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 sound of the guards moving after you. Uh, at, but you go up uh, into the terrace above, quickly duck behind a series of barrels, uh, and then make, uh, make your. Uh, uh, and you find a little alcove that's basically just stacked with crates of uh, various foods. Uh, and interestingly, actually, uh, one barrel that just smells very strongly of something like sandalwood uh, and Hmm. almost chili-like spices. Um, As you... You've got a moment of cover, uh, but you can hear the guards sort of uh, muttering to each other and the sounds of more guards on your level calling back, Victory is sort of... Okay. I've got a spell I can use, uh, or we can keep moving, but it'll give us, uh, it'll, it will give us at least 10 minutes of space. I think, I think I can make it last for an hour. What do you mean? I can make a space for us to hide into. Um, uh, it's... Will that work in here? I have no idea, but it has worked outside. It's, it's like the... It's oh, like what I did with our the, bags. With are the, our bags working? Your bags are working, indeed. Then it probably will. The bags are working. 
worth a try. Sure. Okay. Uh, have you got it's the same rope? basic concept, isn't it? Yeah, yeah we've the got one rope. Thing, we all have an implausible out. amount of rope. Hand me some of that <laughs> I don't know where we keep it. Where does it go? <laughs> I'm gonna use no one to, knows. To it's best not to think about it. Um, one thing that I should warn you is the door will broadly stay open. It has to stay open at least a little bit. Otherwise, you know, I don't know. But I got a sense that bad things will happen. Okay. So, all right, listen, no, I'll keep an eye out for uh, while you do it. She lay, uh, She quickly forms a hoop of rope, pressing it uh, against the uh, against the wall the side, uh, behind these barrels. You hear the thump, thump, thump of what sounds like uh, several guards now approaching your general direction. Oh, uh, very popular. And with a little sort of poof of wind, she expands the rope out into a little circle which then seems to fall inwards. And you can see there is suddenly a shadowed space against the, uh, against the wall, uh, which seems to be made of the wall if you push the wall inwards. About uh, eight feet in. Just enough for all of uh, for all of you and your pets to just about cram in there, uh, okay. and wrapped by the uh, circle of rope. She is Jesse's. Okay, uh, this should keep up for an hour. Come on. Right. Right. Okay. Head inside. Once you're all, uh, as you all scramble in, and uh, you hear the sounds of the of the, uh, of the guards almost there, she turn she pulls on the rope, and the lasso of rope cinches in until there's just about an inch thick hole which she keeps open she's now holding the rope inside in your dark vision you can see that you appear to be in basically a small box made of the same uh, made in fact as far as you can tell of cloudstone exactly the same cloudstone as the wall with a little bit of light coming in through that inch of hole there's a pause and you can peering through it and you're all kind of crowding your heads down to see you see about half a dozen guards stop a couple of them peer uh, one of them glance through and then march onwards uh, interestingly the guards appear to be a mix of uh, hobgoblins, orcs, and you notice, uh, at le- uh, and you notice one uh, Haldanic-looking human, oh, okay, uh, as well. They're all wearing armor with the, uh, with, interestingly, uh, mark. Uh, well, they all have uh, have markings on the shoulder pads. Uh, one of them has the markings in some studded with little metal studs uh, and causing you recognize these as the gigantic uh, text for uh, golden law okay as in law in the legal sense right yeah okay okay that was close 
Like I said, yeah, we've got an hour here. Oh, I'm sorry, I really fucked this up. That's all right. I mean, that she, she was already panicking. You didn't I mean, help. No, but I did do but that last little bit, didn't I? Whoops. I think we'd have gotten there. But I think we'd, we'd have all managed that I mean, without. give us another five minutes. It would have happened anyway, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really, really would have. That's kind of where I'd figured we were. So I just did the stupid thing in case it got us papers because I thought we were fucked anyway and we might be a bit less fucked if we had papers. <laughs> Yeah, but we'd also have papers claiming to be, like, fruit farmers. We have no clue what we're doing. Out of character, these papers, they do the format of papers that you can change what's on them, yeah? Yes. So we wouldn't have had to be fruit farmers. Like, but we would have had the format. You would have the format. You could have claimed to be anything you wanted. Yeah. Uh, but it would have suggested, been uh, archaeologists. this kind of yeah. gigantic passport, yeah. basically. Mm. But yeah, we wouldn't have had to be fruit farmers, as far as I understand it. So, <laughs> so it's okay. But they would, if that is the type of passport that is only for a certain level of job, if we tried to be something that was implausible, that would have been weird. We'd yeah, we'd <laughs> totally. have no way of knowing. Oh yeah, and we'd have had no idea. And we very much don't look like we belong. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no. We stand out a bit. Always. That's unusual. <laughs> right, um, what are we doing in this? Uh, Cobb branding languages to start with. Yes. Yeah, that'd be a good start. It won't you know, help suppose, us actually talk. But you know, I suppose you have a talking spell, do you? Uh, nope. I don't have a talking... I don't think I... I don't have a talking one, no. I've uh, got I just a, thought it was worth asking. <laughs> I've got a similar layout of... Um, you know, the class of rituals I could also I could I could try making I don't know I can you know, uh, put together a little one to detect magic or anything like that but there's 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 a limit to what I can do most I think it's of probably my... a given that there's a lot of magic around here yeah mm. most of my spells are of the hurt people and break things variety um, I mean I can do a really good song for a minute and then a few people will really like me <laughs> that I mean, could be helpful also just be being helpful. able to understand what they're saying is uh, is also going to be helpful we'll do something yeah. yeah we can at least respond uh, if not verbally do an interpretive dance mm. <laughs> I'm fantastic at interpretive dance. I don't know what you're laughing at. <laughs> Ten uh, very cramped minutes pass before you finish scribbling in your colouring book. And you gain a, and scamp as you feel the enchantment set uh, the spell take hold. The distant sounds of conversation and muttering in the distance begin to be are suddenly in over overlaid with meaning. You watch and you see that uh, as you've been working on this, Victory similarly has been working on a uh, on building a wand. Right, uh, I've got something that should at least visually translate uh, written things. That's helpful. Uh, for us to see as well, just just as, as an extra one. Uh, my version doesn't do sound as uh, doesn't do spoken words as well. So, uh, Scamp, if you want to take the lead on that, 
Yeah, I mean, mine doesn't do writing as well unless I'm, like, touching it. Uh, okay. So, you know. Well, between the two of us, we should be alright. Yeah, yeah I got our bases covered, haven't we? Yeah. As soon as we're out of here, I'll try and see if I can locate where precisely uh, the totem is. That would be good. That's not a bad shout in this that one. Is not a bad shout at all. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna open up the rope. She carefully pulls on the little circle of rope, and it lassoes back outwards. Uh, and from the outside, it's like this tiny hole just sort of <laughs> expands out. As all of you, the moment the last of you is out, Victory tugs on the rope, and the hole and the wall just seems to sort of flow back into place as the depressed, as the as the, the depressed as the depression <laughs> of space collapses. And okay, everyone, act casual. Hands you your yeah. Yeah, casual. Casual. We're, always. We're dressed to blend in with the locals. I'm a very casual Blending person. Right I am going to cast locate object. <laughs> cool. Uh, range and locate object is a thousand feet, yes? It is. Okay. You pulse the spell. Uh, you feel you, you let f- feel the focus of the fish spirit eye on yours. No immediate pull, but the spell stays up. If you come, stays up for ten minutes. Stays up for ten minutes. It is not within a thousand feet of you, at least as far as you can tell. All right, not at within least, a thousand feet yeah. of any di- uh, direction of us. So, yeah. well, if we that retrace work our with sanctums, is that? Uh, no, no, no. It won't work through a sanctum. Okay, so it could, so be, it, it could be within a thousand feet, but sanctumed. So keep an eye out for any sanctums, but let's. Uh, Otherwise, let's, let's, let's see if we can make our way back to um, where we started, because we at least saw a hint of where it went. Yeah. Okay. Let's you... see if we can keep a Hello. low profile. Yeah, maybe we look for another way in. Yeah. Rather than just going back to the place where we were right. Before. That that might be a good idea if we can. Well. All I was thinking is we've got to um, uh, pick up the trail again. Yeah, but if we can find another way to get to that point that doesn't take us to the place where the guards were looking for us. Mm. I like that idea. Like ten minutes ago. That's not very long ago. All right. I'm going to say this is... This is essentially map finding. Uh, kind of finding your way in an unfamiliar area. I will call yeah. this a survival check, please. Definitely. Okay. So can we help? Uh, yep. Uh, you can. You can keep your eyes out. Look for other routes are around. You able to assist me? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Oh boy, that was not great. Uh, that is uh, a twelve. Okay. Oh dear. I will say that. It ends up frustratingly taking you close, uh, close about four minutes mm. uh, of your ten minutes of time trying to find a circuitous route round. You are able to avoid the guards. It seems that there aren't too many in this area. You do see you do see occasional pairs of guards wandering through around. Uh, but this isn't really active. But you get the sense that this area isn't actively patrolled. 
at least outside of the walkways leading into the city. Um, you also catch glimpses here and there of other uh, other people uh, with a interestingly a variety of different races. Uh, you, uh, you don't spot any tieflings, but you definitely see orcs, humans, goblins, hobgoblins, bugbears. Uh, wandering uh, wandering around uh, catering to agrarian tasks from a distance and indeed haulers pushing wheelbarrows especially pushing wheelbarrows uh, for uh, barrows from the these outskirt farms towards that central city and then empty ones back it seems there's a lot of traffic on those uh, corridors leading in should we have some uh, paperwork just like ready to go in case? I'm going to say uh, who who is actively which person is actively helping uh, was actually help, actively helping Corzin with looking for with, with this survival check. I will um, do that. Got the impression it was Celestia. I don't mind. What was that? Well, I got the impression it was Celestia. Oh, okay. Scam. Can I ask for a per- perception check, please? <laughs> oh, that's why it should not have... It should have been... Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a nine. Okay. Mm, you don't notice anything else then. Nope. <laughs> um, but after four minutes, you are able to make your way up the ter- t- uh, two terraces above, travel along. You actually have to go quite a fur- bit further on to find another stairwell down, mm. then back, and then you find another stairwell down, and you make it back to the, uh, to the to the original site uh the good news is that the guards are not hanging around there uh for whatever reason uh nor it seems uh is uh, <laughs> nor it seems is the orc who found you putao uh she seemed uh, it, it appears that in that time she has filled up uh, her other barrel uh, wheelbarrow and left because it is now gone oh. There's now one empty wheelbarrow and one broken wheelbarrow. Okay. In, in should, we, place. should we grab a wheelbarrow and pretend we know what we're doing? Yeah, they'll never know. <laughs> I mean, th- that might be interpreted as actually stealing. Yeah. Uh, More likely, I think we're stealing than actually know what we're doing, I think. Yeah, yeah. We, don't, we don't really give off an air of competence. Yeah. I mean, as a gesture of goodwill, you could, um, like, mend the wheel on the one that's broken. It'll take me ten minutes. We don't have ah, ten all right, minutes, no, let's uh, go. We don't have that time. All right. Still nothing on the um, locate object? Nothing on the locate object from here. Um, so right. follow where it looks like it's... Yeah, follow Give the me an investigation check, please, then. Or I, I shall assist one? you. That's 23. Okay, 23. You can see from scuff... Pretty clearly, there are some scuff marks uh, left not so much in the stone, but by the smattering of broken pieces of wheelbarrow uh, or smeared plant matter, where the, the totem seems to have impacted the wheelbarrow, careened down the hallway, and then eventually looks to have come to a stop and then the trail ends but you do see the marks uh, of drips of uh, melon juice 
mixing with those of a wheelbarrow wheel, leading towards nearby one of the long walkways heading towards that central city. And now that you're close enough, you can see those walkways all have at least one pair of guards on them. And you can actually see there is a small queue there where, uh, as far as you can tell, peasants, similarly dressed uh, to Portal, are stopping, taking the paper, uh, taking their papers out, showing them to the guards. The guards examine them, wave them through. They pick up their uh, up their um, wheelbarrows and push them on. Not all of the peasants are identically dressed. There's definitely a simple sort of peasant garb, but a lot of them wear large concealing robes uh, of different uh, of different types. Some have broad hats. Uh, and yeah, there's there, this seems to be the case. Looking all around, the, you see uh, you see peasants coming a peasant coming the other way with an empty barrow, who again has to show their papers before they're allowed to go through. So, okay, the security checkpoint. We're gonna need some papers. Yeah, we are, because uh, a mm. lot of my magically persuading shit needs people to understand me. Yay! I mean, I could charm them, but they wouldn't be able to understand what I actually wanted, so... Okay. Mm. Um, do we think we can maybe get some of these clothes from somewhere? Get ourselves what? a barrow. Get ourselves some papers. We got a disguise! Can I see if there are any, like, uh, dwellings around here? There are, have... actually. Now that you look for them, uh, you can right. see in between in between the various fields, there are large numbers of basically shacks that seem to be... They're, they're clean, well-made shacks, uh, by the looks of it. Uh, but they are... They do seem to be simple dwellings for people who live right next to the fields and don't want to move away from them. You know, don't want to have to travel far to get to work. Anything that uh, resembles a washing line. There, there are indeed also <laughs> washing lines. And you do see right. one in which uh, six variously sized robes <laughs> are currently being hung out to dry. We definitely need to leave something or other when we steal um, these people's clothes. Two of them have hoods, but you can also see there is... Uh, there are a series of um, there. There is basically the equivalent of a hat rack. Someone has stuck uh, the a, a a large, basically like a tree that died at some point into the ground with the uh, with the um, branches sawed off, and just hats are hanging from them. Cool, that'll do. I just I need to hide the hair <laughs> mm. there's, no there's no a sort of wide hair. floppy brim type of thing there there yeah. have we seen any like drow anywhere you have not yet seen okay. any elves okay there's no there's no elves of, of any dwarves, kind thus far. there's no tieflings um, big hats we're all in trouble here except big cousin hats. who there's big hats will solve everything <laughs> <laughs> nothing else um uh, let's get some of... big hats you Let's do. get some of those smocks as well. Um, what kind of role would it be to like try and oops bump into a person and like touch our papers to theirs? Slight of hand. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, um, steal me a paper. 
obviously, if I we can't just stop. You also have sleight of hand. You you spent ages doing the coin I trick did. to learn to learn that Forever. skill. I actually, my sleight of hand's actually really good, so I'm gonna have a go. Yeah, you do that yeah. first. If that fails, Jeffrey will try. And if that fails, we're fucked. Um, Sixteen. Okay, so you take the papers and uh, fly, f- sort of go go in search. Of, uh, it doesn't take long to find one of these people. Like literally, just like I'm like absentmindedly walking. You got them. you got a weird look from uh, 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 look from there, uh, them, and I'm going to say that yeah, there is actually a uh, there is a human man uh, wandering uh, past carrying a huge sack of what looks like those mega potatoes uh, over one shoulder um, and sort of give, gives you a, a, you're sure they're not good cheers just <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed uh, gives you a look, a, a look and sort of says um, hold up says <laughs> um, uh, and says and you hear, Scamp, the meaning, literal meaning of, what are you, a circus performer? Um, I'm just going to nod, nod and smile. And smile. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to nod and smile and pull yeah. Celestia yeah. away. As you move past, you you, you nudge into uh, to him and get tangled in his robes. So like, ah! but you, you kind of surreptitiously whip your papers. They're around their necks, yeah, aren't they? Touch yeah. the one around his neck. You feel a sort of buzzing from the paper in your hand, like a warm sort of zzz of something connect and pull it away and he brushes himself off um and says saying watch where you're going you clumsy oaf uh, picks up his his sack and carries on and glancing down you can see that the paper has uh, has transformed into at this moment a copy of his Bayesi excellent uh, Bayesi District 14 agrarian root uh, roots and tubers farmer. Mm. Cool. <laughs> that happened. Um, can we make? Is that all the papers? Uh, can we all now do that. So you have you have one set of papers, but with a little focus, you find that you can make it sort of concertina out. Yeah, so you can yep. do three. You can. So you're it able to do four, to in fact. Oh, we're four. Yeah, okay. as, uh, as you make three, the victory yep. sort of coughs. <clears throat> Excellent. Um, yeah, doing it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we should probably give ourselves different names because we can't all be Bayesi. That'd be weird. <laughs> I will be. Um, I'm Saran. <laughs> yeah, right. that's um... my name. Sook Saran, in fact. I'm just gonna. I'm fully gonna just steal her name because it's the first Haldanic name I can think of. <laughs> I will be scump. Excellent. A scump, but in Haldanic. Lovely. Um. Uh, I'll yep. be Chen Yu. Uh, oh, what, what's one of the uh, uh, names of the um, uh, gunning crew? Oh, uh, Gengjia. Yeah. You all pick names and the, uh, and the, and the passport sort of shifts. I didn't pick a good wording. one. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, you now have a container of four different sets of papers. Um, uh, all I would like to together. suggest that we all wear that all the people who aren't normal around here wear the biggest hats. <laughs> None yeah, of so us are normal because yeah, Corzin doesn't look Haldanic. You would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're all wearing. We, seen, we all wear I mean, very big hats. 
What? Causing is maybe the same size as some of the goblins. That's about where it ends. What what professions do you put down? Um, we should get ourselves a barrow. Yeah, we should. Um. Or would it actually make more sense if we tried to pass ourselves off as a um, a circus performing troupe? I mean, would would there be a circus performing troupe who needs to get through though? I mean, we know that fruit farmers are getting through. I think maybe we should go for something adjacent. Fair. All right. Um. If we find ourselves a barrow, yeah, put, and then whatever's in it, that's what we farm. There yeah. is, there is, in fact, a barrow, uh, still empty barrow near where you where you arrived. Uh, yeah, it's the one that it's the one that uh, Putao didn't pick up and take away. So uh, I will barrow. say that Victory grabs a handful of the weird melon things from inside this uh, from inside the jungle area and just shoves them into the barrow. There we go. We got some fruit. We're fruit farmers. Look at us go. We're melon farmers. Yeah. Right. That does sound like a euphemism. I love D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Pretending to be melon farmers under our massive hats. It's a stupid game, isn't it? <laughs> Nothing weird here. <laughs> Poorly done ruses, I think, are one of my favourite D&D things that come up. Just like badly done ruses. Very I'm, good. I'm just thinking of like the, the the dominoes meme of like um, we make an offhanded comment about um, Wayne Manor, then several dominoes down the line <laughs> pretending to be melon farmers. <laughs> <laughs> Pretending to be melon farmers in another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Interdimensional melon farmers. <laughs> <laughs> you you shove you shove. Uh, so robes on, papers in hand. Everything's you, fine. You head up to the <laughs> things. You've got here. a little bit of time left on on the. Uh, uh, I think how long does cons- uh, Comrade language length last? An hour. For an hour. Yeah. I will say that with all of the shenanigans, uh, during the ten minutes, you don't get any, um, you don't get any more more of an impulse on where the, on where the, um, on where the totem is. But with right. all of the walking around, you do. You're pretty certain it's not anywhere nearby. At least it's not sanctumed around these outskirts, sort of terraced gardens. Righto, I'll wait until yeah. we are further in to um, cast that again. You do uh, uh, as you 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 push your way up to uh, to your barrow up towards the, uh, it the checkpoint. Concerted effort to hide the hair and ears. Just like just yeah, r- scarf. <laughs> I'm I mean, just covering as much as me as possible. As Nothing much. here Does is good. Does anyone much have proficiency with a disguise kit? Um, uh, yes. I think Scamp yes, does. Yes, I do. You actually, Scamp actually does. Okay, yeah. Scamp, please make... Can I give them inspiration? Yes, please make a disguise kit uh, roll. You have a d12. What is the What is the stat for that? Uh, I mean, classically, it's charisma. Lovely. So, I've got yeah. loads of that. I am going to say I'm proficient. So. You're just yeah. You're trying to pass this off with broad strokes and concealing f- where just like and a lot I of mean, hurry. Just like keep your heads down. <laughs> that is a twenty-seven. So. Okay, excellent. You push, well you shove every concealing over. Uh, like you put concealing clothes over the over the most obvious different bits. You still Charisma a bit, I can do. Bit of a of a motley a motley quartet. 
Um, there's not much you can do about the cat, about the tiger. Um, oh, that's a thing. Kitten. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey's wearing a hat, though. <laughs> Jeffrey has somehow managed to make Can himself I a much get ti- Stormy a tiny to hat? hide in the wheelbarrow among the melons? <laughs> <laughs> Can I hide a tiger in there? Will that work? <laughs> so the size of a main coon Don't cat look too right close now. at the melons. <laughs> melons and cat farmers. Um, Stormy is unwilling to hide uh, behind the melons, but when uh, uh, but you kind of communicate to, like you know, as you're saying to her, like please, we need please to hide. hide in the melons, please. Um, she does sort <laughs> of slink once. down and position herself actually between all of your robes in a way that and and she moves quietly and carefully enough that somehow she manages to stay out of sight because she rolled a freaking natural 20 on her stealth check okay thank you i owe you fish good yes well done um stormy is a cat stormy has proficiency in stealth yeah um You move okay. You you barrow up, and the two hobgoblin guards sort of look down. Jing ti gong lung wing. You hear the scabby here. Papers, please. Hmm. I, I get the papers. Where are the papers? Tick the papers. Look at the constant of papers. Look up at you. Yeah. Down at the papers. Yeah. Papers. Yeah. All is good. Just like brief up again. Down at the barrow. Close them. When Jen, you are you. Well, these seem to be in order. Uh, pass them back to you. Excellent. <laughs> and you're waved past before they go and look here. Sweat on order. <laughs> <laughs> before they start inspecting the papers uh, of the next person well, along. I guess we're melon farmers now. That's happened. <laughs> yep. I feel if like anyone's... I've finally found my purpose. If anyone's ever played the game Papers, please, you'll understand why this is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) You uh, continue, you you trundle this melon along uh, until, uh, uh, along this huge viaduct going deeper and deeper into the city itself. Um... As you approach this citadel, it starts to become... The the sounds of bustling city become much clearer. And you also start to see that, as well as the expected checkpoint at the far end... Oop. Hello. Misclicked a, misclicked a sound <laughs> cue there. What <laughs> noise was Whoops. that? <laughs> that was... I think I accidentally hit the... the there, there is there is a little sign, sound cue thing on um, on Sirenscape, and I think I might have hit Taser by mistake. Oh, wow. oh, Someone just gets Taser out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, there we go. So as the uh, uh, as you approach, you start to get the distant uh, the the sound distant sounds of people become much louder. You can see that. There are many tiered streets, and there's greenery in the city here as well, but it's much more ornamental. There are beautifully topiaried uh, hedges and small ornamental trees. There are cherry blossoms, or something very similar uh, to cherry blossoms, covering a whole walkway. Fountains, um, 
beautifully taken care of public uh, uh, roads, street sweepers, uh, and a lot of checkpoints, actually. Oh no. <laughs> um, it does look like a lot. There are large numbers of guards. And as you get into the center, you also notice. Uh, but um, you notice an active patrol go past, and it is strange. There are about a dozen guards equipped in a manner similar to the ones you saw in the outskirts, though they're. Armor is in slightly better keep. Uh, uh, is in slightly better condition. It's not like the bad ones at the borders were uh, were in bad nick, but these ones look to be a little bit more polished, a little bit nicer. Where they've got uh, colourful lining, uh, their their blades are a little bit more polished on their spears, which are kind of more like partisans actually um, in their nature. And at their head, wearing a similar sort of armor is a figure who looks kind of like a kind of like a cross between a hobgoblin and an elf if they were ten feet tall and had bright silver skin and feathered wings And their long spear is uh, much longer than the ones behind them. And you can see they are wearing a helmet with uh, the same symbol in in gigantic of golden lore. Although this one actually has it written in gold, uh, engraving on the helmet. Hmm. I was about to say we should really not break the lore here, but whoops. Bit late. Um, yeah. Let's not break the law anymore. There is another point that occurs to that there's something that Victory and Scamp don't see. Causan and Celestia. Mm-hmm. This is the first time, apart from those two shadowy occurrences, that you've seen spirits. Oh. There are spirits here, but not for the moat but but only you do see one or two little sort of animal like spirits hither and thither but things are different you see standing serenely watching over the streets what is definitely a spirit most people don't seem to be able to see them but they appear to be a blue humanoid figure with curled um, dove-like wings and uh, mult- and f- four arms in robes, just serenely watching people go past. Mm. You see another in the distance walking down a street, one of the tiered streets. Uh, they don't seem to be seen but you do see someone walking after them six steps behind and a lot of attendants following that person and these people are more richly dressed they seem to be wearing finer cloth maybe cotton or even silk compared to not not like the you know, the, the glowy silk that not not the moonlight silk that you have but just regular silk 
uh, dyed and patterned. And the figure in the the silver-skinned winged figure looks to you the way that Poppy looked, or that Scamp and Victory look, like they're slightly more pronounced in the world. And Scamp and Victory can't see these people. No, I mean they can see the guy. They, they can see the guy with silver skin, but they can't see the spirits, and they can't see. Hmm. And he isn't pronounced in the world the way the others are. And the spirit, yeah, you only see one, there are, there are, I've mentioned a couple, but you count at least a dozen of these more humanoid spirits, and very few of the more diffuse regular spirits, you would see. I look at the rainbow spirit, darling. Yes? Could you keep ducked under the crowd a little bit? That looks scary, right? I can, I can be a little more diffuse. Oh, I don't uh, think you need to diffuse. I just, I thought we could use people as cover. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. But stay you, just a little bit lower. Okay. You see the the rainbow spirits, multiple strands, sort of decrease in elevation a little, but they're still very obviously still there. Oh yeah. <laughs> just the... like lower the chance. I know it won't hide. But mm. I figure if I ask it to float a few feet lower, I'll, I'll float a little bit lower. Yeah. The uh, the octopus, uh, the raised octopus, uh, sorry, the, the ambivalent octopus kind of gives you the octopus equivalent of a raised eyebrow, <laughs> Corson. I think maybe just uh, best stick close with these. Uh, these uh, actually, that's a point. Looking at these um, these giant people. Do they look like they're aware or cognizant of the spirits around them? Uh, the giant person with the silver skin, uh, I will say, roll an insight check. Okay. Uh, Celeste can do this as well. Yeah. Natural one, but lucky. Uh, 19. Insight. Uh, that's a 21. Okay. Causing, you're looking completely the wrong direction at first. Celestia, you look up and you see the silver. Uh, you see the silver. Uh, you see um, the silvery figure kind of look up and not and incline their head to the kind of j- uh, blue to the blue multi-armed one, just watching over everything. Who inclines their head back? Uh, they seem very aware of them. Uh, Causing, you're looking the wrong direction to see this. But what you do see is another of these spirits, kind of looking, uh, kind of looking like a if you took uh, a, kind of looking, looking like if you took a person and merged them with a cat, uh, and then uh, and then put them in long flowing robes, uh, seem to notice uh, you and your spirits and start moving in your general direction. But they are several streets away. Um. A question. Are there spirits generally apart from these? Like, in the way that they are in Calcinia, like, like they're like bugs? Relatively few. Well, that's a bit creepy, isn't it? One or two here and there, but not nearly as many as you'd expect. Causing. Yeah? I don't love the amount of anti-spirit magic these people have versus how many spirits are here. Hmm. It also, though, uh, suggests that not very many people here can see them. I mean, not many people can see them ever, really. 
No, but I mean, none of them. Uh, no, but that person can over there. Silver one. Hmm. Definitely. No, I saw. Yeah, I relate to Scamp and Victory what's happening with the spirits in a very short way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, it's not mm. my favourite, if I'm honest. We should maybe not be in the open if your spirits are weird here. I think the crowd's helping. Yeah, you you reach the um, the end of the walkway. The guards similarly glance at your papers, wave you through, um, and you very quickly find yourself in a thick press of different peoples. Actually, this is mu- there's much more color to the clothing here. This the the general feeling is a mixture. Of, it's very cosmopolitan. There are you know peasants one delivering food and so on. Uh, but there's, uh, but you seem to be at the edge of some sort of marketplace tier mm. of the uh, of the citadel, and you do hear all sorts of voices going round, and causing with your mm-hmm. sharp ears, you hear someone go, "No, no, 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 no! Three apples, three apples," in what is clearly Joven. Oh. Um, I turn my head to look in the direction that that came from. You see there is a, a red-headed halfling woman there going, oh, okay. Sange Pingwo, three apple. Thank you. Uh, he, take, uh, he seems to be exchanging some uh, curious, curious silvery coins with holes in the middle for uh, a basket with three... I mean, they're apples. They're just massive. Like oh how big? Like pumpkin big? Like pumpkin big. Oh, okay. Like pumpkin <laughs> cowboy. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sure you've like all already seen it because I feel like we all move in these circles. We've all just discovered Pumpkin Cowboy by Brian David Gilbert, and um, mm-hmm. we need an exorcism. Yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> we've all had the tune in our heads for the entire week. <laughs> so go watch it and suffer with us. Yes. Yeah, Pumpkin Cowboy. Yeah. Cowboy. <laughs> pumpkin yeah. Cowboy. <laughs> um. But yeah, you can uh, you you can see that uh, there is uh, there is this uh, uh, half uh, there's this uh, halfling woman uh, trading for some apples, uh, and which she when she passes one of the huge apples to a small gang of children, basically right. a mixture yep. of uh, goblins, humans, uh, uh, humans, all sorts. You actually do see a few halflings here as well. It seems that. Uh, You've yet to run into any elves, um, but otherwise, you think you even see a dwarf uh, between uh, uh, making their way through. As, uh, through it appears that nearly all, nearly all uh, races are represented here. Still, no tieflings though. Okay, that was Joven. It was speaking Joven. Oh fuck! Let's go say hello. Want <laughs> to tell us something? Uh, yeah. Quickly make your way over, Celeste. You can see that the uh, figure, like the purple cat figure, is trying to make their way through. And there is a degree to which the uh, to which the crowds are parting for them, but the crowds are still trying to get there. So they're being held up by the slow parting of the crowds, and they're quite. Uh, they're still a couple of streets away. Uh, there is somebody who's seen us very definitely, and we should probably get out of here soonish. 
Okay, a little that's bit of time. A... Let's be quick then. Okay, you muscle your way over to the crowd of children and the halfling woman. Um, uh, he glances uh, at back uh, <laughs> at, at you. Ah, uh, Nihal! Uh, hello, you, you speak German, right? Whoa! <laughs> uh... She blinks for a moment and then, like, seems to... There's a brief moment where she freezes and then seem, seems to relax a little. Well, I'll be buggered! Looks like you... Hey. Oh, I didn't, uh, didn't think there were that many uh, uh, that many Joven speakers around. You were uh, first gen. Yes. Uh, yes, something like that. Ah, uh, I haven't picked up the local lingo. Now we're pretty new. <laughs> oh, no, no. Well, uh, absolutely. Uh, well, welcome. Uh, well, let me just get this. Uh, well, then, uh, I guess if you haven't already had it, welcome to uh, Huang Jin Faza, City of Golden Law. Hmm. Uh, yeah, what's, what's up with that? I mean, the, uh, the Davids would be what's up with that. Uh, yeah, what are they? Oh wow, you you really just real new, yeah. yeah. Like oh. just wandered in, confused new. Like how yeah. long have you been here? Also, someone's following us. Should we be worried? Big uh, purple cat thing. Ah, that'll be one of the Davis. Oh, who's David? Uh, quite quite a nice fella actually. Knows a good time, but that's by and by. <laughs> Sorry to be rude. Uh. Do you have any truck with spirits? Yes. Right. Come with me. I know a place I do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Um, Let's. Uh, I'm sure they'd be perfectly all too welcoming of you, but this is not a good time to get conscripted into the church. So uh, with me. With oh me. no, we, do, we nope, don't nope. like conscription right. or church. Someone's tried that before with me. It, didn't it go doesn't well for stick. Them. No. Uh, right, uh, kids. She uh, she reaches into her pockets and uh, pulls out several children. Like uh, I just <laughs> no, there is the crowd of children already. That I'm was sorry, the, the, she just had kids. She reaches <laughs> into, into her pocket and you oh see the crowd, of, the crowd of street children <laughs> who are busy carving up these huge apples. I'm so sorry, and yeah. ignore me. Um, look up and she thrusts at them two handfuls of silvery coins, and they all quickly grab to them. Uh, grab at them. She uh, she nods in the direction of the purple cat-headed figure. Would you like a melon? <laughs> Would you she... like a whole cart of them? I don't think we need this. She... All of these melons, honestly, because we just like have this cart. She looks at uh, she looks at uh, you, Celestia, and you calls and says, uh, "says I mean we can, I mean we can talk about getting your hands on my melons later, but uh, for the moment." <laughs> Uh, she says uh, to the kids, Ying Chi Fen Jing, which you hear as cause a distraction. They greedily take the coins right. and start uh, spreading out in the general direction of the, silv- uh, of the purple um, uh, headed, uh, uh, the purple uh, cat headed uh, person. Um, and you see them not exactly 
you don't, interestingly, they don't seem to be uh, like you know kicking or hitting anyone or or, or necessarily breaking anything. They just start real. Uh, they just start tugging and start uh, and uh, on people's uh, robes and presenting them with small curios and try. And as far as you can tell, seeming to try to be try to sell them. <laughs> it's like she's unleashed right. a small horde of uh, of a tiny opportunistic shopkeepers. And that is distracting people enough that the cult, the, the flow of traffic starts to halt. It's the high fantasy version of, hey, you want to buy a Rolex? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, the, with these, uh, uh, with the, uh, uh, with the distraction in place, uh, this uh, halfling, the halfling beckons you down a street, and you find that there are actually streets now leading in between these tall buildings, built seemingly one on top of each other. Some that in some places carving into this what you thought was the presumably a hillside, but nope. Uh, as far as you can tell, is just solid city with layers and layers and huge pillars supporting different structures built on top of each other. Uh, she leads you through a good ten minutes of quickly moving through thick streets uh, and crowds, uh, just with think, uh, just quickly going. Uh, all right, we're going to go left here. Uh, right, second right. I'm going to go around and meet on the other side. There's some guards coming. I'm going to give them a distraction. Thank you. And after much turning, ar- uh, uh, much turning around. Uh, she re- uh, she reconnects with you and leads you to what seems to be an almost cloistered uh, I want to say marketplace slash gathering of taverns she, uh, there's almost no there's not no natural light but the natural light in this part of the city is filtered bounced off walls and dim we're getting the second hand light that the rich people have used up already uh, right yeah uh, at this point instead there are hanging brightly colored red uh, like sort of red paper lanterns all around uh, this sort of strange void in the center of the stru- uh, of the uh, citadel where numerous uh, slightly more ramshackle uh, buildings have been erected uh, and there is a much more raucous but also somehow much more relaxed feeling community here of various people's trading, shouting, drinking, a lot of drinking and you can hear the sounds of music being played on various instruments, pipes, uh, something like a fiddle, um, these, uh, although longer and with a sort of like gourd-like uh, gourd for an end. Celestia, uh, pro- I don't know if Celestia will have. Uh, you know what, Celestia, roll history check. Especially non-terrible. I've forgotten my history modifier, because I never use it. So give me a moment. Uh, 20, yeah. 20. You, you can hear the playing of mandolins as well, which, you know, you've only encountered one of those before, once before. Um, and a lot, a lot of alcohol. Um, the halfling's uh, woman turns around and grins. 
Well, right. I think we're safe here. Welcome to the party. My favourite words. Where are we right now? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, this is the party. It's been uh, going for a good few years now. Pretty strongly uh, wow. carry, uh, carrying wow. on. Well, it just started as a bit of a uh, nice little occasional thing. And then, you know, people started bringing drinks in and then the the taverners set things up. And it's, and it's a nice place for people to relax. Because oh. trust me, you do not want to be out of... You don't want to be out of sorts up there. Not with all of the... Not with all the enforcers around. Oh, definitely not. Um, you've been very kind. I've realised, very rude, haven't actually asked your name. Lovely to meet you. Uh, I I go by a slightly more Haldanic name here, but you can call me Mol. Ah, yeah. Right. <laughs> ah! You get a horrid message stone in your head. Uh, Saran told me about a myth about red-haired Mol uh, who has eternal parties forever in like a bad way. Alarms. I can't say alarm. Alarm bells are going off in my brain. This might be bad. This might be bad. Like Dionysus level parties. Anyway. (laughs) There's a brief pause, but there's a pause where you seem to take this in for a moment, isn't it? So, uh, speaking of which, I love your cat. She is the best of friends. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And then Stormy. Oh, well, aren't you just a darling? Do you like scritches? She does wow. very much like scritches. Oh, there you go. Uh, gives, gives Stormy a scritch. Stormy rolls into her back. Oh, you're not falling for that. <laughs> <laughs> Stormy. You're a wise person. <laughs> uh, rolls back onto the front. I've oh, got a monkey. Right. Let me get you some... <laughs> well, ooh, there. I haven't seen one of you in a little while. <laughs> this is Steve. <laughs> Yes, I think you brought Steve as well. Yep. <laughs> Steve's Steve Where the fuck else yeah, have we left, dark. Steve? It's not dark anymore, so Steve has woken up. Oh no, the chicken's awake. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, that looks like you brought a snack. Uh, no, well, no. Mm. Ah, no. It's, it's an experiment. Only if we get very hungry. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well, I mean, food uh, has to be said is one of the things that is not lacking uh, in the city of Golden Law. But uh, <laughs> so what you. What is all... this place? Hmm. That's a very good question. I fell uh, quite a fell into this place a few years ago. Uh, so it's very hard. It's not the easiest to get into, and it's very tricky to get out. Uh, Once in a while, so the legend goes, people will be wandering around the world, and in my case, getting extremely drunk, (laughs) and you'll turn a street uh, down some streets that you weren't planning, uh, slip down an alleyway, turn left or right, and suddenly you'll wind up here. And you won't quite know how you got here. Or there's another legend that says, uh, I've heard some people say, passed down from their their great grandparents, that they were uh, going that they were going and wandering through the wilderness and fell into a crack, uh, like a big old crevice. Oh. Uh, and then they were trying to get their way out, uh, and they're scrambling through the rocks, and they saw some light, and they wound up. Uh, 
man coming out in one of the terraces. Ah. Everyone here is, uh, so the legend says, uh, descended from people who've wandered in. Except for the Davis, of course. Uh, but, uh... And who, who are the Daves? Ah, right. Well... They're the big ones, aren't they? Yeah. I... I mean, you're, you're all Joven? I mean, you're all speaking Joven. Uh, I mean... Broadly. Ah, right. Well, huh, never been to the Interdark. Anyway. Oh, um, well, the. Uh, over in Haldanos, they've got this whole concept of the thousand and oh, that yeah. whole thing. Yeah. So basically, uh, the closest. I'd say that they're. Uh, they consider themselves gods. They've certainly got uh, quite a few powers to match. And they are very keen on snapping up anyone with the sight. Oh, good. Uh, so right. might want to keep an eye. Uh, keep keep your heads down to a degree. It is. Uh, We're so good at that. Mm. Look at their aim. We're amazing at subtle. Now, there is a, always a bit of a, a, a trick with these things. Now. She thinks for a moment. Tell you, uh, but I'm actually quite curious. How did you get here? Um, you were a bit lost. Um, heard a whole sort of. Yeah, we were looking for something of ours. We ended up here. Yes. What sort of thing are you looking for? Big round thing. Victory spies. Yeah, it's kind of like. Like a bit more like a pyramid almost, like about yay high, made of bone, jewels, and it. Oh, that thing! I've heard about that thing. You have? Yes. Yeah, uh, smashed <laughs> it. Uh, smashed up some uh, uh, some carts or something. Up out that in was the, entirely out of the unintentional. It really was. Well, I'm afraid uh, the law's the law. It's been arrested for destruction of property. It has. Apparently there's a law for it. And since Amazing. the owner could not be found, it has been arrested and locked up in the... Uh, I believe, I think I know it, in the magistrate's uh, treasury. That is ludicrous. Oh, right. Well, there's... Uh, it's what they Around here, they say there's a place for everyone and everyone in their place. Oh, that's familiar. And there's a oh, law for awful. everything, too. Shit. Um, There's a law for that as well. What? We're in so much trouble. Where here? you're allowed to shit. Because Jeffrey's um, been shitting everywhere. Oh, you're a regular little lawbreaker, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Monkey after my heart. Still, though, it's all been building up. Could one bail out an item that's got arrested? How does this? How stupid does this get? How does it work? Can I be its lawyer? That is an interesting question, and I think it's entirely maybe if you're willing to go through the legal process. Uh, I do warn you that the prosecutor is usually also the judge. Um, maybe uh, we should like not do that. 
Huh. Nah, because we've broken that sounds not fun. quite a few right. laws. Um, oh, definitely. Oh, that is, that is good. I mean, these clothes are not mine, so, you know. So if it's been arrested, is there going to be a trial? Ah, uh, well, until uh, not until uh, until it uh, can successfully find a defendant, which uh, I think... And mind you, it's entirely possible they might have tried it already... And taken its lack of defence as an admission of guilt. Right. So this what, is what are they... so stupid. <sighs> so what are they going to do? Are they going to um, uh, throw it in prison? Execute it? What? Oh, well, I imagine they'll throw it in <laughs> Top prison. Top off its head. Turn it to write a hundred lines. Doesn't have a head. I'll never <laughs> smash things again. <laughs> You'd have to ask a lawyer, which I am thoroughly not. But I, but I do think if you gave me a little bit of time, I might be able to find out uh, which of the magistrates' offices, uh, uh, treasuries, it is kept in. I mean, that, that would be would amazingly be helpful. Very helpful. Wonderful. Just out of curiosity, though, there aren't any. Uh, gnomes here, are there? Her eyes flick up. Not to my knowledge, no. Didn't think so, but I had to ask. Um, we haven't seen any elves either. Yeah, that's a fair question. All teethlings, actually. They wouldn't... Hmm. Well, the teethlings here... If they... She pauses for a moment, thinks. Not really sure what the deal with that is. You need to talk to people who've been here the longer. There is, uh... There are... I can... There is a tavern round here. Uh, the Giant's Head. Which does actually have, uh, some some folks descended from uh, Jovans who do still speak the lingo Uh, you might need to ask them a little bit more about that like I said I've only been here for a little while and well they do say there are ways out but they're hidden Hmm. the Davis keep them from us so they're prisoners here? oh not officially. Officially, they're ruling us with uh, divine beneficence, a perfect society. Everyone is fed, everyone is clothed. There are delights and beauty, anything you could want so long as you keep within the law. And you don't try and leave. And you pray. And you don't go where you're not supposed to go. Hmm. Okay, so you are all prisoners here, effectively. Well, in theory, we're free to leave if we could find a way out. Where are you not supposed to go? (laughs) She grins. Into the palace. Hmm. At the centre. Which I reckon there's a not inconsiderable chance one of the uh, the treasuries uh, chambers around that is where your little pyramid thing has been taken. Hmm. Right. I can take a look and see which one of that it 
and that would be, and maybe see if I could rustle up another distraction. And maybe you could have a chance to uh, try and get your thing back. Mm -hmm. That would be most welcome. What's Thank you. What's in it for you? Mm. Not that I don't believe in the goodness of your heart, but we've just met. Oh, absolutely. I see you as a sign. It's time for me to a move sign. on. Hmm. You must have come... If you've come in, well, it stirs in my heart a feeling that there must be another... There must be ways out. And I feel how long, like... How long have you been you, here? You say not long, but... How long? Oh, it's been at least fifteen years, but the but the sun doesn't exist here, and the season and I don't know that the seasons map. There's and no what? winter exactly. Things just move according to what grows the plants best. What year was it when you? Wait, last time you were... On the Regency calendar, yeah. when did you arrive? Oh! Let's see. Are you... Is it... She thinks for a moment. I last remember seeing the sun. Seventeen sixty-two. Mm. Okay. Right. Well, that's a well, lot better it's... than I thought we were gonna get. Yeah, so. It's a lot longer than fifteen years, though. But it ain't like a thousand, which I was a little worried it would be. Do you want to know? <sighs> Go ahead. Seventeen ninety-eight. Yeah, that. I'll be honest. I kind of stopped counting after eight and uh, in in detail and started winging it. So. Kind of want to like clap her on the shoulder and see if she's real and like make it like a comforting gesture. She does appear to be solid. Mm. As you clap her on the shoulder and she claps you back with a warm hand. How do the people at the party look? The Are they tired? Like, Roll an inside really check. Uh, I don't know why I can't remember my own inside skill today. That's a 13. Jovial! There's, they don't look exhausted and the way you were fearing. Uh, <coughs> uh, but there's, it feels like the there's like depths to the party there are parts where there's raucous dancing and singing there's parts where people are just chatting casually there's something to the air but you're not quite sure what um it's more like there's a sort of communal mood that everyone shares and at the moment it's we're having a good time but hard to tell more than that it just seems to be it's it's a collection of maybe a thousand different gatherings that seem to knit together into one communal sort of sense of party. Mm. People seem to come and leave, like sort of join the party for a while and then leave. 
So they're not like bound here. Uh, no, in. no. You you actually see some people break off and leave for the outer city, and more people come in and rejoin and sort of make their way to to pubs. Very interesting party you've got here. Oh, gotta do something to keep. Uh, gotta do something to keep entertained. Hmm. But you Afterwards. want to leave. That that's what you want. Oh, I'm not. I not really want to spend the rest of my life in a celestial paradise of perfect order and obedience. No. That seems fair. Yeah. On that note, is this going to be something that? Uh is going to draw the ire of those big fellas. I suspect that you will need you will run into some some resistance to be certain. I can pull I think I can pull a lot of uh, quite a few guards away from you. Um but I need a little bit of time to scout out and plan. So, uh she reaches into her pocket Hands passes you a couple of dozen of these silvery coins. I want to read her mind, please. Mm. Now we're at that point. Yeah, you can't resist. This is not a resist type thing, is it? Uh, um, it is if I probe. Only if you probe. You just get surface yeah. thoughts. When she's handing coins over, I want to have a listen. Sure thing. Yeah, that is fine. And... Is this a charm effect? No, it is not. It's not. Uh, you okay? You uh, slight of hand check to stealth cast the spell. Though. Sure. <laughs> not very good. That is. God, I cannot math today. Fourteen. Okay. I will add a d4 because. Uh, oh, not? thank you. That's another two. 16. Okay. She doesn't seem to notice you casting. Um, but as she hands over about two dozen of these uh, silvery coins, uh, you do you hear her think maybe it's about Actually, no. You hear her think Hmm. Uh, you hear her th- what, what would she be thinking in this moment? In this moment she would be thinking Okay. It's time. Let's pull in some favours. See if we can stir the pot. I'm going to keep listening for as long as I can. Um, Um, The next thing she does, though, is grins. uh, Is that a different accent in her head? Yes. Claps you on the shoulders. Mm. um, Like, you... I'm going to say you, Celestia... Well, Celestia claps you on on the side of the on the side of the hip, because that's the (laughs) that's the place she can reach. Claps you on the shoulder, causing says. Get yourself some drink. Like I said, Giant's Head, they speak Joven there, and I'll be at, at, at and I will uh, find you all in an hour or two. And you Thank go, you very much. I think. And you just hear a sort of mulling in her head of, okay, unify. We no need to bring in the other parties. Unify this and see, and see if we can get the better rabble rousers in place. And that's about as far as you get before she walks out yeah, of your range. That could be a guard distraction, couldn't it? Mm. Are we gonna do another revolution? 
And as you find yourself... Actually, no, sorry, carry on. No. Something's weird. What? What's weird? The accent's Were fake. You... What? Her accent huh. is fake. She thinks in, did... a, in a different voice. Oh. I mean, oh, to be fair weird. to the person, like... There was like a whole day where my inner monologue had a Newmark accent, and I can't even do a Newmark accent, but my head, all my thoughts were in it, and I could not make it stop. <laughs> I mean, I just don't feel like that was happening. You okay, no, no. <laughs> um, Scamp, you and only you hear a voice going, and that still is. Oh, followed, no. by, followed by a voice going, Lux, stop that. <laughs> you <laughs> Once my own monologue was in Welsh for like a week and I couldn't get it. Wow! <laughs> I still have no idea how to do Welsh. Uh, I can't do a Welsh accent. That's amazing. <laughs> I think my brain hates me. For a play or nope, can't do the accent. <laughs> Never tried. That's amazing. In, the, I'm imagining that your inner monologue was in a bad Welsh accent now, and that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a lot better than my Welsh accent would be, but still probably wasn't great. But yes. Like... <laughs> I just I just don't feel like that's happening. <laughs> okay, no, that is fair. Because <laughs> that's, that's insane, darling. Um... <laughs> I can't imagine that it happening to anyone but me. <laughs> It's amazing, but I'm, I think that might be a unique experience. Oh, um, no. I just, yeah, she's scheming something. It might not be bad. It might just be a distraction. All the, all the thoughts she had could have just been a distraction, technically. She well, mentioned getting together is... rabble rousers, so maybe she's going for something a bit bigger than we thought of. But, yeah... Yeah, no, we're starting another revolution. That's what's happening here. Everyone here is basically a prisoner, and we're going to end up having to, to fix this. Mm, I mean... Well, anything that is outside of uh, what seems to be the um, prescribed uh, place for, and uh, state for everything here is... Um, is clamped down on. Anyone who uh, wants to do anything outside of that has to, I suppose, start thinking creatively. Do you think she's going to start a revolution as a distraction? It might well be. I, I would imagine in a uh, place that, if, if it's as she says, and this place is based on perfect order, then chaos is going to be the biggest distraction you could possibly have. Yeah, I mean, if we've got to get into the palace... Um... Yeah, I'm not against that for us or them, to be honest. That, that yeah. sounds quite good. Um, ah, uh, like, you said that there were things that looked a bit like Poppy. Yeah. Yeah. Is this place basically what happens when people like Poppy get their cult going properly? I think it very much depends on the, uh, the character of the person in question. Yes, but, but... possibly, though. Yeah, we might have done a bad thing with Poppy. Um, but I don't think do Poppy that. would go for perfect order. Oh, no, but I can imagine... Oh, no, like, but I don't imagine Poppy would go for good bad. things either. That's that's not me defending yeah. us. That's just oh, me no. saying, oh, no. it's still bad, it's just different. It's going to be a different <laughs> flavour of bad. Yeah. I guess... Um, Anyone huh? want a drink? Although the big difference... Drink. Yeah. Fuck it, I big want difference seems to be is <laughs> here, people can't leave. Yeah. 
so we need to help people leave. Although, if people have been here since it was first made... I'm getting a drink. Oh I'm getting a drink. Also, I'm not sure we're equipped to, like, take on this giant city full of oh, extremely powerful... Like, I just... I don't know if this but, is our fight. But this is, like, history, but still happening, potentially. Like, it's a lost civilization, but isn't, this, like, dead. Yeah, mm. it is. There's so much we could, like, find out. Yeah. Mm. I mean, let's start by asking the locals. Yeah, Over yeah. a pint. Oh, yeah. Pub. Come on. Pub. Pub. And as you start making your way towards the pub, we'll pick up there after these, no doubt important, messages. Visit the beautiful and orderly city of Huangjin Fasa, the city of golden law. Appreciate our geometrically perfect farming terraces. With our perfectly efficient town planning, you will never be far from anywhere else. But make sure you have your papers in order, or the lawgivers may detain you. Huangjin Fasa, a perfect city for a perfect dimensional getaway. Terms and conditions apply. Consult your lawyer before travel. And welcome back. You, so, the four of you, uh, six of you, seven, yeah. eight <laughs> if we include Stephen, uh, the chicken. Yes. If you don't include Stephen, I'm leaving the table. <laughs> I feel like maybe we left the chicken with the butler. Did we bring the chicken We again? brought the chicken. Yeah, we had to bring the chicken. We've had the chicken with us this whole time. Yeah, because if we don't, then we might not know if it has a soul or not. Mm. Yep, that was the logic. The entirely sound logic. The three of you (laughs) and your five companions. uh, Companions, Victory. Hey. Uh, Jeffrey. Marjorie. (laughs) Stormy. And uh, Stephen. <laughs> oh, I think you kind of swallowed that chicken noise halfway through, and it was it was honestly better for her. I very much enjoyed it. All <laughs> make your way um, towards the wreck uh, through the. Let's just think. If a height, a more upbeat track. All make your way through the festival atmosphere uh, of this strange little. Uh, a little uh, space of ongoing fest- uh, ongoing entertainments uh, and imbibements towards uh, the indicated pub, the giant's head. Uh, the pub in question is fundamentally a shack. Uh, it it has the look of not so much being deliberately created in the same way as the fine sort of cloudstone structures elsewhere in the city as having been put together temporarily uh, with a handful of wooden boards um, which have then been reinforced with spare masonry over time as needed uh, to f- uh, fit its main purpose, which is storing lo- uh, various barrels of different types of booze. There are individuals, uh, th- there are clustered nearby various uh, various people of different uh, races, uh, roasting nuts or squash, 
uh, or very occasionally small uh, small animals. You see there's some gecko on a stick uh, being toasted. Uh, and of course, uh, lots of different... Uh, uh, and uh, of course, there is booze being uh, metered out in exchange for little uh, little coins with the holes in the middle uh, by a uh, hobgoblin uh, woman at these uh, uh, currently I'm going to say in the middle of cleaning some glassware the glassware is an interesting mix of fairly plain cups and occasionally very nice actual like spun glass uh, fine goblets and the like uh, as you uh, wander up a large kind of rotund human uh, man sort of stumbles past you to the bar and accidentally uh, accidentally bumps into um, pause another way hey there, steady on Oh, it's that... Oh! Wait a moment. It's... Ah, Joven! Oh, you Ter- speak Joven too. Ah, terribly sorry. Yes, it was grandmother's baker's and sister we learned at her knee. I say. Oh, uh, love, good to meet you. Uh, Basie. Uh, it's nice to do Stardust. Nice uh, to meet you. Uh, uh, so Hello, it's, oh, that's Gab. Very fancy. Well, it's not local names. Uh, excuse me. It picks up, uh, picks up a large brandy, as far as you can tell, and swirls it. Mm. Uh, so, uh, actually, sorry, no. Basie never drinks the brandy. Uh, he just continues to. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does. Brilliant. He does take a sip of this brandy. Basie. <laughs> um, Love it. Oh, oh, well, um, well, welcome. Um, Sorry for bumping you. Uh, let me get you a drink. Um, what'll you have? Um, uh, what, what do you recommend? I mean, the apricot brandy is excellent. Or apricot you could have some brandy. So yes, that you've fancy. got some. The sake is not bad either. Um, I would perhaps. I think. I think there's the juniper berries have come in. There's some gin. Um, uh, I'll I'll have a try of the uh, the juniper berry stuff. Right, so uh, are you buying for everyone? Why not? All the merry, you can get the next round. Sure, <laughs> I say it was none of their currency. <laughs> Get down for an apricot brandy if you're offering. Okay, there's one for them, one for them. Is this you? I'm alright. Do they have anything non-alcoholic? Um, looks at these <laughs> at the at the hobgoblin woman. Jules, we got Jules, have we got anything non-alcoholic? The hobgoblin woman kind of gives you a narrow stare. I'm getting the feeling that's not really your. Reaches your thing. over without breaking eye contact, <laughs> pours a uh, pours from a jug a glass of water, and with a sort of <laughs> sound pushes it across the bar to you. I'm sorry, she pours a glass of water without breaking eye contact. It's impressive. Ooh. <laughs> 
experienced uh, bartender there. She much, uh, much, much less, not, not even passive aggressively, much less aggressively pours the other drinks and takes a couple of coins uh, from Daisy. Oh, you. Uh, I'll have the um, apricot brandy as well. Right, this is another apricot. There you go. Two brandies, a, 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 two brandies, a gin, and some co- and some honestly remarkably clean, uh, f- uh, fresh and pure tasting water uh, 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 is passed to you. And in fact, actually, all of the alcohol is of surprisingly good quality. Well, this is excellent. Thank you very much. So what, oh, you... what do you do around here? What's your story? Well, mostly I drink. But... My kind of person. I... Oh, I used to be with the... Um, uh, with the, with the law keepers, but ultimately it all just got a bit dull. Mm. Um, and I did my attack. You can see this this man is actually quite old. He's probably in his late 50, 50s. Uh, I got a bit old, tired of it all. Had enough put away. More or less these days. Uh, I decided I'd uh, take my chances elsewhere. Alright. <laughs> no, I have... Um, Officially, uh, my job these days is administrative. Right. Um, classical retirement type position. Do you not have to do anything? or? Oh, I get most of the work done in the morning. That can't be fun. Don't you have a sore head in the mornings? Well... You're assuming that I stopped drinking. Huh, fair. Right, how rude of me. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I, but, yes, it is what it is. I found a place, as the saying goes, place for everyone. Everyone in your place. So what was it like working for the law keepers then? What's their story? You keep the law. It's pretty straightforward. Um, there are a lot of laws around here to keep. Oh yes, bloody thousands of them. It's mostly down to the lawyers to deal with that. Very prestigious. Prestidigitatious. Yes, thank you. Prestidigitatious profession. Yes, that's that's definitely the word. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Once or twice you'll get a criminal. Those are always hot chasers. Very rare. Mostly you're just checking paperwork or. I, I spent some time doing detective work. There's a, a demand for constant vigil to make sure, but. You know, it's not like there's thing the 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 the, the Davers they they keep an eye on things as well. So, what's the difference between a Daver and a lawkeeper? 
Oh, well, I mean, the heads of the law keepers, of course, are all oh, oh, Davis, but I, mean, I, I say I'm not from around here, are you? Uh, we're, we're new here. Oh, yeah. oh, that's that's remarkable. That almost never happens. Once in a dozen years or so, all, all eight, four, however many of you came in at once? Yes. Oh. Yep. I don't suppose you have so it went. any recollection of how you got in? Or... I'm afraid not. It's all a bit of a blur. None whatsoever. That's uh, why it's usually the case from what yeah, I've heard. Turned a corner, then we were here. Whoa. Last person who. Yeah, last person who came in. So my. So my grandmother told me was. He thumbs vaguely in the direction of anywhere. Uh, Mole, the halfling. Oh, yes. Yes, we're actually waiting for her. Oh, she is a fantastic party planner. Yes, yes. Yes. I can believe it. Oh, yes. We barely had anything like this. It was all very... Before before she she turned up, that's what they told me. Oh, this is uh, this is Moles doing, is it? Well, most of the entertainments. If you go to the upper city, they're much more refined, and it's every much more decorum. I used to go to those all the time. Oh yeah. They just you just can't get as much to drink there, and is I used. <laughs> Actually, I used to spend my time down. I first started coming down here, uh, to trying to catch criminals <laughs> of all things back in the day. It's just a jolly fun place to be. Most of it. So I was this is great. So it's like, oh, I'll, I'll go down to the party and see if I can pick up any rumors <laughs> on this. On the on the, on the on those those thefts or uh, the trespassings and that sort of thing. It's, it, you say there weren't many criminals. Smart thinking you said there. That criminals didn't happen very often. No, yes, I mean certainly not serious criminals. Most of the time, it's the big one is uh, the number one crime is oath breaking. Someone promises they'll be somewhere and they're late, and then we have, to, and then if they don't turn themselves in, we have to bring them in. Hang on, what? Explain this. What is oath breaking? Is you break you, you break a contract. Right. Right. So if you have a contract, that's uh, like saying you'll be somewhere and being late is is breaking a contract. Well, it depends. Amongst people, some people. T- he looks like so between you and me, most of the uh, most people do or don't let it slide. But uh, if you're breaking a contract with an official or anything like that, and that's yes, breach of contract. Now, uh, the, most of these cases are, as it were, settled out of court. Um, so, uh, but that. Um, 
and there is people. You know, that's 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 how how it gets arranged. But yes, a lot of the work was trying to find Oathbreakers and bring them in for their for their judgments or to the court case. The cases are all civil claims, so they people can just drop them. Hmm. So you spend a lot of time up at the magistrate's office. Yes, yes. I, did. I once, in fact, actually, I work there now, sort of. Oh, in the what's it like there? Oh, very um, sober. Um, it. I can imagine. Well, I mean, there's a few magistrates. The, the magistrate for this district uh, would be uh, uh, the Divine and Honourable Eugene, um, who. Uh, Yes, is, um, they are um, quite a quite quite somber a lot of the time, very <laughs> fiery temper, uh, but um, and uh, of course they administer this district as a whole. Uh, they're responsible for guarding over prisoners, is impounded objects, is that sort of thing, uh, before mm, sentencing to um, uh, to correct oh. uh, to either it, uh, corrective labour or reincarnation. Reincarnation? What? Yes. So, when you die, you come back as someone else someday. Oh. Okay. Is that how most people end up here? Well, I mean, it's how everybody ends up everywhere. You know, when you're born, your spirit goes into the body from your previous life, and then you come out here. Right. Oh. Yes. Right, so, that's... Uh, okay. so, so if you've broken an oath and... You're not sentenced to corrective labor. You'll be sentenced to reincarnation, um, and uh, you're you, you're aided. Uh, the the Davis will aid you on to your next life. So, you're sentenced right, to death. So dead. Cool. Uh, that's one right, way to look at it. Like, yes. And I would, like you explicitly have to say, "Oh, I promise to do this thing." Or oh, it's it, it, uh, this. It, How careful do we need to be? I would. I think it comes. It depends. If you're not careful with your wording, a, a good lawyer might be a, a, a real aid. Um, I imagine there's a lot of those here. Yes, this is a city of golden law. After all, we care. Of, Mm, a lot about law here. Or did you, did you follow that? Did you? Uh, there's a little bit, yeah. Mm, yeah, I, I felt having that said that, sympathies. having said this about Basil, <laughs> I've been holding this imaginary brandy the whole time and not actually drunk any of it. So, so, he, so, so apparently, I really am holding up to the stereotype here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Basil! Just drink the fucking it's brandy. The bloody brandy. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Um, um, beyond that, though, it's mostly, yes, guarding, uh, there's a certain amount of guard, duty, and, of course, uh, prayers. Prayer? Ah, yes, regular obligation, at least once a day, 
Um, they, whenever you, whenever, right? Yes, new, 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 new arrivals. People. We know yeah, nothing. We're stupid. Oh, uh, well, Help us, please. Oh yeah, oh, there's no need to be that harsh. Ah uh, yes, no. Uh, when 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 the day of, sometime you'll see processions being led by the um, chosen, and uh, they sometimes they'll be a company, uh, and they they will have devas walking with them, and obviously walking with them physically, but also in spirit. You know, we always leave a leave a place for them, and though we can't see them, they're still there. Mm. So I'm told, and that so whenever you see them pass, you've got to make sure to bow and respect and pray to the to all the deva, those those here and those are here but not here. Hmm. Hmm. Did we see anything like that on the way here? Uh, you were hurried away a little bit. Uh, uh, you were hurried away a little quickly, but you definitely do remember. Some day, like one spirit that no one else could see, but which apparently did clock you, and some okay. spirits that uh, and some physical like entities that others could see, including the cat-headed figure that was started moving after right. you. Yeah, and um, you get a little okay. message stone message from Celestia. Um, potential option for getting in places with an illusion. Could, we could maybe manage a fake Deva procession. <laughs> Good idea. Not necessarily viable, but I had a thought and I thought I'd share it. Good thought. Unless we come across an actual one, because they will definitely know the difference. They will very much know, yes. Um, but if we were in a bit with guards, but no Davis, that might do. Yeah. Daisy finally takes a drink of his brandy while you're enjoying the pause, apparent pause in conversation. Yeah, um, so. I have a question, Mr. Bayesy. It's been very interesting. We don't really sentence objects to prison where I'm from. Like, What what kind of sentences do objects tend to get? Because that's very interesting. Yeah, you said someone was in charge of empowering. Oh, yeah, I mean, practically they tend to be held until someone claims them and then whoever claims them can make a plea for their release. Right. I see. How successful the pleas tend to be? Well, usually, the problem is that as soon as you make a plea for an object's release, you're then culpable for, for whatever the, 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 the object was held for. Right, so like if a brick falls off a scaffold and uh, upsets an apple cart, there's, um, there's a whole knock-on effect, but ultimately then the brick is impounded... And I'm, whoever claims the brick has to uh, suffer the the legal penalty. Yes, unless they can identify the bricklayer, in which case, arguably, the lawyer would probably argue it's the, the mason's fault. I see. And then they would need to then they would need to be questioned of restitution, or else is a punishment by reincarnation. Though, uh, well, uh, well, that seems is that like the common. Punishment? That's the normal basic one. Um, a successful plea for clemency can usually reduce reincarnation to uh, labour. Right. What kind of labour? Oh, whatever needs doing for Stuff. a period of years. Yes. Things. Yeah. Mm. Community service. Yes, that's the, that's the word. 
Interesting. You said Eugene was in charge of impounded objects. Yes, Eugene is the magistrate for this for Eugene. this dis- you, Eugene is Eugene. the magistrate for this district. Right. What are they like then? Are they fun? Uh, I would not describe magistrate Eugene as fun. Um, stern, hot-tempered. Um, fortunately, they don't usually leave their office much, and a lot of the actual um, day-to-days gets left to their immediate uh, their immediate inferiors. Uh, they, they. I imagine. Yes. I, I imagine someone in that position has to take their job very seriously. Hmm. Imagine they have a lot of people running around after them. Ah, uh, yes, they're wise and just. Um, a lot of, yes, their, their immediate administrators would uh, are also in the... Uh, in the building. Another one, lovely. Yes, uh, that would be uh, Dash, who uh, praised uh, be her, her roots... Chun Yan, uh, may his strength be eternal. Kosho, uh, may his breath, uh, may his breath be loud. And Luo Liu, <coughs> uh, may her, uh, may all gaze upon her grace. What were we? What was special about the second one, and what was their name? It's the one that I didn't Chun get written down. Yan. Strength be mighty. Oh, yeah. Strength. Okay. Oh, that sounds fascinating. What? What do they look yes. like? Oh, oh well, like? I mean, they're Davis. So. Um, oh right. Oh. Yes. So, um, a little like your regular hob gob. Goblin, um, but obviously <laughs> yep, much taller. Uh, so can have wings if they want. Uh, Sounds amazing. Da- Why wouldn't you want? <laughs> that was an option. Well, I suppose sometimes you just got to get around fast. I give you one answer for that. Chandeliers. Ah, mm. uh, uh, yeah, you make a very good point, actually. Doorways, I'd imagine. Mm. Similar problems to me. Um, Wings are a bit of a danger if you've got breakables around. Mm. And Duh. as we've uh, as we've been hearing, that's um, that's a very serious mm. consideration one has to take around here. Seems yes. Oh yes, yes, yes quite. Uh, so Dashu, of course, um, she is. Uh, uh, she is a benefactor of uh, trees and growing things, and that tends to dress of like Chunyan, um, much more heavy set chap. Uh, tends to wear, tends to actually wear like armor, even just while doing the office job, which seems a little excessive. But I suppose very tiring. Not for, for him. Um, yeah, fair. Uh, Kosho, he makes like flappy motions with his hands, very daffinous sort of um, clothing, wisps and the traily bits, you know? Yes, sure. Lots of traily images. And of course, Lo Lee, fairly 
straight sort of silk type of fare. Um, always, always drinks a lot. Yeah. Drinks a lot? It's a bit, but not, not like me. More like your friend with the water. It drinks a lot of water. This. Just likes to stay right. <laughs> hydrated. Hydration is, <laughs> I'm told that hydration is very important. I mean, one should it stay was, hydrated. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sip of brandy. <laughs> sip of brandy. Um, mm. oh. Still staying in, is it? Oh, yes. Good, it's... good. Just, you know, checking. Uh, but yes, welcome. Welcome to the city. Mm, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. I suppose you'll yeah. need to um, make yourself known in the the, the morning, and uh, someone will someone will place the, the new arrivals with work to arrange housing and that sort of thing. Do they get to pick? As the, depends what work is available and what your skills are. Um. I am an expert mathematician. Yeah, mm. I'm going to go with that one. Oh, there's quite a lot of uh, support for that in the uh, it's up at the 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 the, uh, the mint. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just I've not heard someone go around a one-syllable word to that extent, maybe, ever. <laughs> um, it was amazing. Um, <laughs> just the fact that you talked about so much and then it was just mint <laughs> at the end of it has, uh, has got me a bit. <laughs> is there anything that uh, is notably scarce at the moment in terms of um, jobs? Oh, things are pretty solidly um, provided for. I mean, they that's, that's sort of the job of the Davis. Make sure things are ordered. Everyone has is provided with needs and opportunities. It's been their job ever since them ever ever. Ooh. Ever since the 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 the, the 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 overthrow, you know, so the legend. The overthrow. Uh, no, no, no tell us about the overthrow. Local history. Oh, it's, it's, it's time immemorial, long ago. Beautiful opening. Please continue. Um, but yes, um, they well, they protect the city. Um, Apparently, once we were all ruled by the cruel tyrants um, who ate people and everyone here. This is before my my family arrived. They ate long, people. Long what did they look like? Well, um, it's actually hard to know what they look like because the statues have all been defaced, but they right. were definitely. Like they were definitely human, noid. I wanted, I want they, they look, they look a bit like goblins. Um, statues are all very big. Um, my 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 grandmother said that they they looked like uh, stories she used to hear of giants. So that's why 
that's why they named this place uh, gestures to the bar um the giant's head yeah it is well right we're actually um you see this 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 whole he gestures to this broadly sort of cavernous space with the light coming in at either side well this used to be from the outside it's all been built over this is actually the whole this is the hollow bit inside of a big statue head right so it's actually the oh, giant yeah. head. so we are in the giant's head literally. we are in a giant head yes. incredible yes you notice how the two exits there like and then the two smaller exits just below them. <laughs> And there's that building that really built into the one. big... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which, which, which one's the nose? I want to go pick the, it The two small ones, darling, like you said. The two small <laughs> yeah. ones there. Okay, you you, you see a, a pair back. of small portholes where beautiful glazed <laughs> windows have been set in. <laughs> I would like to po- to pick the giant's you nose. You go off to poke at the from the inside. Po- you go off to poke yep. at the at the glass where, <laughs> at the glass at the glass and come back. It takes you about a minute or so to run off. Jeffrey, the- don't lick that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a particularly feral Jeffrey noise. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, all. Yeah, there's terrible tyrants, and apparently all the poor, poor little, got, presumably goblins, were, um, were, 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 were slaves to them, and and so, so yes, and then the, then the day the, slash slash, murder Ooh. and freed freed. Oh. Right. They've been, um, Did the Davis just come out of nowhere? Like, where, where were they? Um, um, as well, who can say? Um, oh, you didn't look. What are you not saying? Tell me. I dare you. Roll a persuasion check. <laughs> okay. Oh, here we go. He's so drunk. I feel like I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> Fair. Oh, I say, uh, 18. No, well, more than that. Hang on, more than that. Twenty. Dirty. Between you and me, and it's not part of the official scripture, which is a little um, ambiguous. They, they arrived, they dispatched the tyrants. I have... I did once hear a comment from... Eugene was Eugene was talking to one of the others about the days when the, the their words uh, was that when when the tyrants held a chain about our necks. So, sound maybe sounds like they were also enslaved by the tyrants and they broke themselves free first and then you know, broke well not my ancestors but everybody else's ancestors free and have been this is a just wise rule city ever since hmm. when was this like do, do oh, it was a time immemorial it's generations and generations and generations ago a long 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 time yes back hmm. Okay. Is, uh, yes. Is, is 
There's, it's, it's, it's all, it's all in the temple walls. Hmm. So they, they killed the, the, the giant whatevers. Mm-hmm. Did those giant whatevers get reincarnated? Apparent. Well, this is a good theological question. Because I'd be annoyed, like if I if I was just like being killed and came back, I'd be like, go up to the people who did it, and like, hey, what what's the deal? That wasn't nice. <laughs> it's interesting you say that. Actually, I. That reminds me of a story I heard mm-hmm. years Love and years and years ago. It was, it was, um, it was a bit of, oh, scripture's not my strong point, but it was a bit of, um, obscure scripture. It was something like, and lo, the giant, the, 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 the great tyrants, they had amongst themselves a grand, such grand weapons bound to the, Yet, when they died, and their spirits were reborn, they could control those weapons no longer. And so they sought them out to scour their powers for hours and hours. (laughs) I may have added that, but... So they could not. It was a good addition. It was lovely. I born it. out of their hands, or something like that. I don't. Hmm. Anyway, um, the I believe the theology is that yes, uh, the great tyrants would reincarnate, but the Davis managed to uh, scour them somehow, so they so 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 they won't come back. As the tyrants. Fresh stunts. Right, so the idea here is that they've they've come back, but they would have been scoured, so when they came back they wouldn't remember anything. Yes. Gotcha. That feels very Is there a way of making them remember? I don't know. It's a bit of an odd question. I mean, some people say they dream about the the lives they used to have and comes back like that. Interesting. That sounds dangerous. I've never really had that happen, but it could. Or they could just be having weird dreams. Yeah, sort of things you have to take on faith. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, how do you know if you're not brand new? This is a good point. Maybe I am brand new. When does the new start? Do, do new people happen all the time, or is everybody not brand new? Like, what's what's the theory here? I'm not a priest. Yeah, I is don't there know. like a fixed number of people? Maybe. So if it's, mm. I don't know how much time you spend not being a person. We're um, we're also assuming that the the process is serial. If it isn't, then, you know, there could be multiple different... Uh, I like serial. Of, the same, good. of mm. the same person going around in different lives at the same time. Whoa. Oh. It's very strange. 
Celestia is kind of <laughs> like like a, a cog's turning expression <laughs> under that last few sentences. It's like she's done like an aside to camera. <laughs> it's like it's like a confused <laughs> face. Did you hang on? You you referenced time not being a person in there. Slight side eye to the rainbow spirit. What would a person be if they weren't a person in between lives? I mean, just presumably just your soul. Right. I turn to the rainbow spirit. Could that be a thing? Rainbow spirit. Could you be a person? I don't think I am. Um, I mean, I mean I'm a person, you're... but like, uh, I don't think you're I'm a person. But like, like, like an like an us person. You're, you're a you person. I think I. Mm, nope. I'm from my place. Hi. I don't know what happens to your lot when you, you know, mm. die. Um, it's. What happens to you when you die? Do you die? Can uh... you die? You can't die, can you? That would be terrible. Well, I just didn't. Mm, um, not exactly. Not exactly. I mean, I feel a lot more me since I came to know you. <laughs> oh, but that's nice. Me but, too. There was less of me before that. Mm, you're smaller when I met you. Hmm. I guess. I mean, I don't know what happened to that um, that big whale. Hmm, that's true. I mean, it's not dead. Because we can call it again at some point. Rainbow Spirit kind of looks over to the end of an octopus, and Bill the octopus cues in, shrugs. <laughs> uh, causing shrugs in unison. <laughs> right. I wouldn't know. Maybe he is just waiting for us to bring it back to life. Could just be sat there, bored for eternity. <laughs> Sounds very boring, to be honest. It might be having a lovely whale time, which you don't know. Might, might be having a whale of a time. time. Yes, they're puns. See, <laughs> might be having a, a lovely little date with another giant, terrifying, ageless monster. Victory drinks and dinner. Victory you leans over know. to Scamp. <laughs> do they do this a lot? <laughs> Oh yeah, loads. <laughs> Absolutely. I I pretend that I'm doing the other side of the conversation in my head. <laughs> sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it's just weird. <laughs> uh, oh, to be in Scamp's head and hear what the other side of they think the conversation they think it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. Celestia <laughs> so snaps out of it. Like, we're we're being horribly rude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's quite all right. Now, let me just finish this, and you can buy the next. This. Oh, you excuse me. Oh, oh, too late. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Daisy stumbles Did... off. I was going to say, does this individual have hair to hold? <laughs> Balding. Oh. Ah. You have to like grab him by the back and just. Oh. Right. <laughs> He's, he's, involved in that. he stumbles off to find somewhere to wash up. Okay, nice! Okay, so I think we've been spared buying him around. 
Yeah, um, we should move tables before he comes back because we really don't have any of this money, so we should do that. Thinking, I've got a couple of sil uh, silver coins, but I need to punch a hole through the middle of them. Um, I just that don't think, think that would work. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Jason, what do, what do our coins list. have on them? Uh, your coins uh, have the stamp of the go <laughs> actually uh, of Goldencrantz and Guildenstern <laughs> on them. That's like me taking a crude disc of silver and writing GG on it with a pencil and being like, "It's money." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just don't think that would work, darling. <laughs> I'm 100 percent up for trying. Probably not worth trying, being as we're trying to lay low. <laughs> yeah, and the punishment for like. Getting being late is death. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that is that is true. God, gods, I'd be dead in three seconds if I lived here for any length of time. <laughs> I'm worried about us because we're a nightmare. We, yeah. Yep. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure we've already done like half a dozen things that were punishable by death. Oh, at least. No, we've at least done one. <laughs> So, <laughs> is there, probably best not worrying about it then. Is there uh, is there anything else you want to do here? It's pretending to be melon farmers, punishable by death. <laughs> Almost certainly. <laughs> um, Stealing the clothing in order to pose as metal, uh, melon farmers. Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, definitely. Forging the fake papers, papers yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, this. Spirit magic that's not like used for Deva ends. Like, oh, we're so Conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to get reincarnated. I mean, possibly so not buying some somebody work. around yeah. back when you say you will could be punishable by death. Oh, here. yeah, no, we promised to buy this person around. Yeah, we did do that. that. We're not doing it. So, yep, death for us. Yeah, there's, yeah, you've, like, you're some of the worst criminals in the city. Mm. Very bad. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you wish to do uh, do you want do you want to stick around and wait for Maul? Do you want to pursue the leads you have and take off now? Uh, I will like I will say that if you like you can still see Bayzy like sort of hovering over a barrel an empty barrel just like Ugh. so if you wanted to ask him for directions or anything you can. I mean, out of character, my impulse is wait for Maul because she said like I'll have information yeah. slash distraction. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Mm. I feel yeah. like we could cause so much chaos and get so lost so without lost. a guide of some form. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, like, how long have we spent here thus far? I'm going to say like close to forty minutes, probably, because that's <laughs> about where we are in the in the episode since we're coming out <laughs> of the break. <Okay>. Lovely. <laughs> right. Okay. You. Shift along a table and nurse your existing drinks uh, while Basie cleans himself up. As you're doing so, you take a look at the crowd. Over the 40 minutes or so while you've been going, especially as you've been talking, uh, 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 chatting, uh, ch uh, chatting and so on, things have sh begun to shift subtly different some of the songs grow a little bit less amongst uh, amongst the varying party as other songs take precedence and there is a 
little by little over the hour, there is an imperceptible at first and then increasingly perceptible shift in attitude. The jovial sense begins to give way to sort of more, you hear more raised voices, arguments. There's a lot of talk. You can't, you can't understand what most of it is because it's all in a different language. Um, but you feel resentments, long suppressed, start starting to bubble up. By the time, by the time uh, Mole returns, the sensation has gone from cheerful party uh, festival to people drinking themselves up to something. Do we feel that? Like, oh. are we affected or are we just surrounded by it? Ooh, wisdom check, please. Or I suppose insight, but potentially this is the same thing. Insight is a little tiny bit better because Jack of all trades. Uh, 13. You don't, as far as you can tell, you don't feel any supernatural uh, sense of being like, you know, driven to anger. Rather, it sounds like it's a mix of what people are saying to each other. That's slowly sh- that's been shifting the the atmosphere. Oh, so there's a mood shift, like not magically. It doesn't exactly. It it feels as if by magic, but it doesn't feel like magic. It feels rather like like when the mood of a crowd turns. Mm. Okay. Mole's done something, hasn't she? I don't know. Maybe. Unless this is normal here. I suppose it might be. Just Everything I mean, seems gonna... so regimented. Maybe this is just what everybody does at this time on this day. Maybe, but also Maybe they've all little, been... Little bit of a... I don't know, Drinky Man, whatever his yeah. name was, seemed to think that there was a jovial party atmosphere most of the time, right? Hmm. I'm going to get a little comprehend languages up and just see if I can pick up what this being said. That's a very good idea. Yeah, I'll, um... I'll get my, my my magic wand working again. Yeah. I wish I had a magic wand. That sounds so fun. Uh, you don't need one. You do literally... Oh, I just think they look cool, though. <laughs> I suppose I could just get a but stick. You could get a stick and... Yeah, a stick and pretend. <sighs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to add it to my notes to look out look for Look out stick. for a stick. Everybody look for a good stick. I, I want one. <laughs> Maybe we get one when we've left this place yeah. so that you don't get like reincarnated for stick there. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I do have a tiny violin. Stick. Ah, I have a drum. My drum doesn't have sticks. Fuck. I remember I had a drum though. Look at me go. Tiny... <laughs> tiny violin though. Yes. Yeah, use the bow. Yes, be like a conductor. You, over the course of the ten minutes while you're waiting... Uh, you finish casting your spell. At the same time, Victory finishes assembling her her short-use wand, or recharging it, and sort of flashes it round. No, nothing beyond you, which all like all of you just like shimmer in the wands, kind of for a moment before before she turns it away. Magic friends. Yeah, you don't really see any magic over the crowd. 
whatever this is, she confirms, not magical. Um, but you... Scam, there are all sorts... There's, there is a... a the, the the muttering and murmuring of the crowd begins to translate in your head into meanings, statements, people, little snatches of conversation make their way to you here and there. Yeah. I won't, I can't stop stand it any longer the number of times i've the, the number of times we've had to pay to keep them from calling from uh, pressing charges another <sighs> you know they're right i shouldn't have just stood meekly there while my cousin was reincarnated <sighs> another bastards always take it always blocking the way up it's not what you know it's who you know and i and i never knew the right people i don't go to the right uh, to the right temples <laughs> little filters here and there frustrations grudges maybe held for years all coming to the surface and a recurring statement someone ought to do something about this something needs to be done oh, if only there was something we could do Okay, well. Worrying. And it's into yes. that you see Mole returns with a slightly kind of wild look to her eye, like someone who's just be uh, like, looking a little breathless, like someone who's been running around and doing a lot. Comes back, claps her hands. Okay. Hello. Think we can... Hello. Uh, uh, I think we are in business okay so i've managed to track down uh your little uh criminal object yeah uh the big pyramid thing right yes yeah okay yeah. it is yes it's being kept uh impounded by magistrate eugene uh, uh. we've been hearing about them have you all right yes. well that'll give you some directions all right i'm gonna give you some directions now it's getting later into it's getting into the evening now, which is good. A lot of people are retiring for the night. Streets are clearing, which in some ways uh, might make your life well means that there's less people to lose yourselves in, but you'll be able to move faster. Go out of the left eye, up three flights of steps. Along the along the ter the garden terraces, right. you want to the building with the two purple and gold pillars right out front. That is Magistrate Eugen's uh, chambers. You will. And that's where it's being kept. We're going to now. There are a lot of law keepers uh, there at the moment. Find somewhere to uh, somewhere to make yourself unseen for fifteen minutes. We'll create a distraction. We'll draw those out. That should give you space to make your way str uh, to make your way in directly, and then you should be able to get uh, to the. Uh, 
to the vault where it's uh, impounded. Now it's not a it's not a serious object, so you won't need to go into uh, you won't need to get anything from the magistrate's office himself. You'll want the lesser impound office, which is directly behind the main atrium. Uh, right. The, uh, the big gold right. doors. Any defences we need to worry about? Oh, as far as I know, it's the law keepers and uh, the administrators. Right. So the law keepers, I can, uh, we should be able to pull most of them out uh i don't know if the lot if the administrators will follow or not so you might have to take care of them on your own what are they like i've never seen them fight but i understand the davers are not ness are uh, are no joke right understood okay just so i understand uh correctly here given the level of security that we've uh, encountered already is basically being anywhere you don't have a pass for considered trespass here no no keep to the public streets you don't need a pass unless you're challenged having a not valid pass is likely to get you uh it is indeed likely to get you questioned though right and right. uh good to know given all the weaponry that you're carrying i would not recommend getting questioned Okay. Do our best to avoid that then. Good to know. Um, is there anything we need to know about your distraction? Anything we can do to help it? Oh. Yeah, we're getting a vibe. I think that we can do a fair bit as it is. The best thing you can do to aid my distraction is once once you've got what you need, leave with a bang. All right. Oh, I'm good at that. All right. They yeah, are very. How much of a bang do you want? Ooh, good question. Loud, bright, sort of bang. Structural damage. Structural damage would work. Right. I think we can uh, uh, we can sort that out. Oh, we can definitely manage some of that. I've dropped so many houses on myself by accident. You would not believe it. I'd be more worried if you'd done it on purpose. Okay. Strangely enough, I wouldn't be. <laughs> In that case, best of luck. Party hard. I've got some work to do. Good luck. Thank you. She best of luck to you too. Gives you a grin and steps into the crowd. And you hear her. She starts speaking in the local tongue, but. Uh, but. Um, Scamp, you hear. You know, it's right. Someone ought to do something. I hear that there. Uh, I hear that there's a real root of corruption going on in the palace. Steps into someone else. You know, it's right. It's not right that they've been keeping people like that. I understand there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of diff. I understand though there's some people who've been unjustly kept in the third watch house. Steps to another. They say there's a way out in the palace itself. It's not fair that they keep it from us. And she just keeps walking through the crowd, talking to different people, moving off, moving off, and you start and you see these conversations spinning off on their own. Well, Anyone think... else get the impression that uh, Huang Jin Faza is about to get a lesson in what it means to be anarchist? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I have to say, I'm quite concerned. 
because Saran was terrified of red-haired mole. <laughs> so her and Calcinia might be might be no small thing, but I think I think this is a poppy situation, and we just sort of see what happens. <laughs> yeah, the I mean, I was going to say red-haired mole's a bit of a legend. It's probably not all true, but then actually. It's only been like 40 years. That's not long enough for a legend not to just be based in fact, yeah, is it? Yeah, it's really not. <laughs> Things grow on the tilling, I mean. Yeah, but it's not been long enough for it not to have a pretty solid base. And this fulfills all the, all, all the stuff, <laughs> to be honest. Although, what are going to be saying about us in 40 years? Jeffrey's um, <laughs> already pretty thing. legendary. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're pretty legendary, come on. Yeah. We're the heroes of the acidist monkey. <laughs> and that that was a tale that grew fast. Um, I mean, that was amazing because there was a point where they thought Jeffrey was the sorcerer, and I just I I could barely breathe, and it was incredible. And I wish it was still happening because um, it was amazing. Yeah, me too. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna spend more time as a monkey. Yes. Just hold him up whenever you cast a spell. <laughs> Just make that a habit. Whenever you do something in public, just hold Jeffrey aloft so people think it's him. Bless us with your magic, oh great sorcerer monkey. (laughs) Sorry, all I'm thinking of is like the beginning of The Lion King right now. Yes, that's exactly what I was picturing, if I'm honest. Oh, now I'm thinking of that gif where Rafiki just throws him off the cliff. It's my favourite thing. Um, Victory, as you're as you're sort of gathering these things together, Victory looks at, at Jeffrey. He's like, yeah, he's not done anything that like earth shattering before, has he? Yes. Um, Let us tell you the story about um, how we ended up in Ferron on that one time. Yeah, um, another you, time. You you need another more alcohol people. than we've well, had, to be honest. Um, right, we can show you where the corpses are. It's a problem. Onward! <laughs> Onward! Hooray! Okay. To crime! Uh, you venture out of the left eye <laughs> hole, and as you kind of emerge out, you can actually see there are buildings built onto it, but if you squinted just right, yeah, it could be that they were built onto some sort of head. A gigantic head statue, maybe. The, the shape is slightly there. It was a curious sort of hollow to have. But evening has come, and again, there is no sun here exactly, but the sky has gone uh, a cool, uh, a cool dark blue, and uh, and lanterns have lit uh, with uh, with silvery flame across the city, casting a the. Strangely, the sensation of moonlight throughout. The streets are filtering free of people. Uh, And as you move, though, there are whispers you can hear, mutterings here and there, small gathering groups. A couple of clusters, as you're making your way along, you see a group about five or six muttering to each other, see you break apart and move elsewhere. And again, that sense of things being on edge. Can I have stealth checks from everyone, please? Yep. Oh, yep. What am I wearing? Ooh. Hello. 
Do I just have default disadvantage at this point? Um, because of the hair, yes. Yeah, cool. 21. Yeah. That is 26. That is nice. actually, like, not horrendous. That's a 17, which is not bad for me. You all move with stealth and quiet. Almost all of you move with stealth and quiet. Oh, no. I literally don't make noise. Yep. Um, Victory, however, who rolls a natural one, does. Oh, Victory. Um, as you kind of move along, uh, she somehow manages to trip on her own boot lace. Oh, hits the ground and, to her credit, doesn't gasp. Less to her credit, does reflexively release a small Oh, God. A thunderous, <laughs> a thunderous sound. Shit! Oh. Uh, you hear a sort of... You hear the sound, a distant sound of... Ding, 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 ding. Okay, time to go. <laughs> time to go. The, and the sounds of boots <laughs> racing run? after you. Uh, yes, you can. Uh, a- a- athletics checks, please, for everyone. Oh, god damn it. Okay, <laughs> I'm so good at stealth and so bad at athletics. Ooh. Although, wow. is that... Yay, that's a natural 20 for a 19. Always bad. It's a 7. That's an 11. Oh, oh, that's well. really bad for you. <laughs> that is really bad. Like, yeah. It's almost as bad as it can possibly be for me. Okay, you uh, you break into a we run. We suck. <laughs> um, the, uh. There is good news and bad news. Uh, the good news is that uh, you do manage, is that in your hurry, uh, you do manage to outpace uh, the guards behind you. The great news is that you're perfectly on track because you instinctively see the start flight of stairs and you start running up them and you find the, a beautiful terraced garden, uh, a garden on one side, like of the of the stepped citadel, the distant uh, terraced uh, terraced hillside uh, beyond. Uh, uh, to uh, all that to your right, to your left, you can see there are manicured gardens leading to a tall built uh, uh, structure upon which are built yet more, uh, with a uh, with a pair of beautiful purple pillars of some sort of purple stone covered in gold leaf in a way that evokes vines. Mm. And also, quite a number of uh, leather armor-wearing uh, hobgoblins uh, with spears <laughs> who Shit. notice you all running. <laughs> and one of the ones by the big uh, pil- pil- pillars sort of calls up uh, and calls out, "Ho, sing da!" bollocks! What do we do? <laughs> Do, do I do? still have comprehend languages up? Is oh, it too late at this point? Actually, no, say it's running out, but you hear basically him call out, uh, him call out, Halt! Papers, please! Uh, we still have papers, don't yeah, we? We do, do not the papers. right ones to get into the magistrate's office, though. Oh, you're still running along the street, but you are running <laughs> and conspicuously. Yeah, um, I mean, I suppose we can show papers, though, if it's just the street. Yeah. yeah. Can we show the papers and I want to gesture wildly like we're being chased by someone? Mm. 
I'm trying to make them think that something's behind us. Okay. Roll a deception check, please, Scamp. Uh, is, is Tides active? Can I have my Tides? Roll, uh, Tides... Uh, I'm afraid not. Roll, roll, roll... Uh, first, uh, roll your deception check, please. Okay. Um, oh, that's a 27. And now roll 2d100. Oh, no. <laughs> Reminded you. Uh, 34 and 30. Those are horribly close together. They are. Um, you sense. They are different things, though. You sense that you could. You sense getting to safety or um, power or, or, or a welling sense of power as your options. Um. The safety is just me, though, isn't it? It wouldn't be everyone. It feels very much it's getting you to safety. Yeah, no, I don't want to just, like, leave <laughs> everyone behind, so let's go with the other option. Okay. Um, so, Scamp, you gesture behind you, sort of, like, as you as Corzin fumbles out the papers, you gesture at them, let's gesture behind uh, the... Uh, behind the figure frowns takes the papers, studies them thoroughly. Because he's studying them thoroughly, he does not see what the rest of you see, which is that Scamp... Uh, smoke starts to come out of Scamp's ears. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Um, it's a little... There's a little dark. No one else seems to be seeing it. But, yep, Scamp, there is... You don't notice this, but the, the others, you see there is quite visibly smoke coming out of Scamp's ears. Oh, no. Scamp's ears are vaping. Uh, darling, there's smoke coming out of your ears. You get a, <laughs> oh, a balls. Um, I'm going to pull out my woolly hat and pull it over my ears. <laughs> Quick slight of hand check, please. <laughs> um, that is, I think, an 18. Yes, 18. Pull your woolly hat out. <laughs> Quickly shove it over your ears. Looks back up. Shouldn't I? Uh, all seems to be in order. Hands you your papers back. Move along, citizen. <laughs> and waves you on. Yeah, smile and yeah. like, you know, walk it make away. the Haldanic greeting or um, salute. Just yeah. And, move. <laughs> and you all just quickly move along. Handful of soldiers <laughs> come in and they're like, sure, they wave them off. Oh, I shouldn't do it. I check the papers. It's all good. <laughs> They return and then. Yep. <laughs> totally legitimate melon farmers. <laughs> yeah, as you're uh. as you're moving along, though, you hear again a distant ding, ding, ding. Not from from where you were, but elsewhere in the city. God frowns. Like... <laughs> God. Is that like an alarm bell, or is it just um, like uh, somebody's uh, counting out the hours? Um, I would say that's an alarm bell. Seems to shut off after Ooh. it. It goes, it continues ringing, it's a little frown, and then you hear another bell. Ding, 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 coming down the street, and you look, um, and you can see. There is a procession 
what looks to be uh, turning a corner seems to be a figure, um, a goblin woman, older uh, in appearance, wearing a silk ceremonial outfit. Um, she is carrying a bell which she is swinging, uh, which is making the clinging sound as she is chanting. Uh, and the uh, and you can see that flanking her are an uh, uh, are well okay so the array is almost like a column four wide with her at the front and in the center and at the on the outer ranks on either side there are similarly dressed uh, people uh, who are chanting in unison. Uh, but in between them, you can see there are, well, Scamp and Victory, you can see there are four of these huge uh, humanoid-ish figures walking uh, walking uh, with her. Uh, they, one, they all are all of similar sort of stature and appearance but with distinctions one has uh, a bird-like head uh, one has jade skin and long robes uh, one is silvery but with oak leaves for ears um, and what seems to be pools of water for eyes and one of them is the cat-headed figure that you saw before um, in robes the way they're walking though there are there is a gap at the back and a gap in the middle as if there as if there is space for someone else to walk and Corson and Celestia you can see walking in those gaps are two more humanoid figures one with uh, one that looks kind of like a hunched over dog person uh, in golden robes and one that you can't really make out their features they're garbed in armor that seems to faintly clang as if from far away where are they heading uh they are they're heading towards where you are oh. uh we should move yep let's move uh, another stealth check please oh boy all of this make me nervous Nineteen. Eighteen. Eight. Oh, buddy. Okay, this time victory didn't flop it. Still don't make it. noise, but yeah. which is to your advantage as the three of you, as the four, as the eight of you, uh, duck into uh, <laughs> in, into a space between some buildings. Uh, how is a three-person party gotten so big? <laughs> because we're yeah. fucking idiots and we have a chicken with us. Three players. It is late, however, and the chicken eight, is getting sleepy. I will cover the ah. cage. With you cover the cage. Yeah. Kitchen immediately. Sorry, kitchen. Chicken immediately falls asleep. Mm. Uh, Putting it under my cloak a bit. The um, you listen the solemn ding ding. There are various. The the acolytes seem to be carrying uh, carrying incense sticks, burning as they go past, and chanting with the faint with what is left of your comprehend languages fading. You hear 
them chanting the names of six of uh, pe- uh, uh, six people, presumably the Davers, and their accomplishments. And then they pass. You are not seen. Oh, that was nerve-wracking. She said, uh, "Find a hiding place and stay there for fifteen minutes," didn't she? Oh yeah, that sounds like a good. Is this a hiding place? Can we hide here? I think it'll do. Yeah, it's something, isn't it? It was a tense five minutes. Ten. Then the bell sounds. We're hiding for fifteen. Can I recast comprehend languages? Sure. Ding ding ding. Ding, 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 ding. And you're peering out, you see there's uh, there's now the distant hubbub, a distant hubbub sounding in different parts. That sounds like a hubbub. I think and that's you our see cue. the silvery light breached with a dull orange glow in places. Oh, fuck. This is hotted up fast. Uh, should we get on with it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That looks like a distraction to me. And with it, and at this point, as the lang- clangs get louder, you finally hear, and suddenly a lot of hurried footsteps as the uh, law keepers out front, in front of the magistrate's office assemble and start marching uh, at double time in the direction of the nearest uh, uh, bell. Lord keepers assemble. Mm. Right, in we go then, I suppose. Okay. Yep. You uh, uh, let's let's be very careful and look for all sorts of traps and things. Yes, yes. Happy to lead that one. Uh, I will please. help you. You run. I mean, you make your way up the fine gra- uh, uh, fine stone path toward uh, between the beautifully manicured garden. A garden up to a pair of huge bronze doors. Again, sort of like, I do mean huge. They are like 30 foot tall. Uh, But they do as well come with some like 10 foot tall doors. uh, Little doors below. Doors for all sizes, I approve. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I consider it. I'm assuming it's going to be locked. Let's see if there's any extra protection there. Okay, yes. give investigation yeah. check. Can da, 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 da. I Ooh, peer um, into the ethereal? Yes. That is. Hang on. I've forgotten um, all my skills. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, that is a twenty-five. Okay, nice. twenty-five. Nice. Um, you do not detect any. So I'm going to cover one thing and then the other. Celestia, you don't. Of course. Uh, you don't see any traps, but it is locked. Um, with a pretty sturdy, all like both the giant, gigantic docks uh, uh, doors and the little double doors appear to be just locked with, well, presumably a lock. Um, Corzin, sorry, I should say you try to peer into the ethereal, and again, nothing. No, you, no exist. glimpses of the still world here. Okay, I I literally can't look at the still world here. I don't know why, but it's it's just not a thing. Weird. Yeah. Well, it's locked, shockingly, but I don't see anything else. Okay, um, let's have a go at that then, I guess. And uh, quickly, because we are a bit exposed. Yeah. Okay, let's let's use the tides then. Um, Can Jeffrey give you a hand with oh, that? Oh, I'll give them inspiration, please. Oh, actually. 
Yeah, can Jeffrey help? Jeffrey up? can help, yes. Oh. Hooray for Jeffrey. I will still give you inspiration. Oh, it's a natural 20. Hooray for the advantage. Okay, you're sort of looking at this. That is a natural 20 and a natural 1. Wow. So. You are looking at the door. Like, you're about, like, if you get your tools out, you're about to try and see if you can do them. You feel it, like, twisting a little. <laughs> Jeffrey thwaps you on the hand with his paw. I know, I know. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done that at all. Thank you. Muscles in it. <laughs> so that's a twenty-seven. If that monk's a different. There's a clunk sound, and giving it the door an experimental pull, it swings open easily, uh, revealing a beautiful uh, interior. There are steps leading. Uh, there's a pair of like sort of. Um, winged type steps leading upwards to an upper balcony um, which uh, seems to be all... Interestingly, the winged steps uh, do not appear to be of cloud stone. Uh, they are still of some sort of fine stone, but unlike the uh, the, uh, the beautiful uh, cloud stone gold walls they appear to be added later and leads to an upper balcony with a set of uh, with a pair of double doors doors um, these go above the other pair of double doors directly behind, though, which are seemingly made of gold and, again, about 30 foot tall. Uh, yeah, they have... Uh, there is a small desk set up in front of them, currently unattended, mm-hmm. and you can see other doors leading elsewhere in the building. But, you have, as you've been told, those doors is your, where your impound lot is. Okay. Check the traps on those doors. Okay. Because why yeah, wouldn't you? That would be stupid well. to just do one set. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. All the eyes. Seventeen. Okay. You move in. You. Can I do a little bit of a twist on the fight just to? to you bend can try and bend your luck. Yeah. Uh, add three to that. And um, twenty. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Stealing in, closing the door to behind you. If we could break 20, it might make a difference. Examination. You're almost sure it's... You're almost sure that it's it's just definitely locked, not trapped. Wait! There is a small trap. You can see that running along the base of uh, of the door, there is a fine metal wire... You roll, run your eyes along, and you look up and up and up, and you can see it connects to a small silvery bell. Oh wait, 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 wait! Noise wire. I point it out. Ah. Uh, I mean, could, okay. could we just step um, over? It looks to be triggered by opening the door. Ah. There's in the door. The, the door it. from where the hinges are look like they open outwards, and basically, yeah, they cling. By hitting the, the wire. I suppose there is such a thing as a silent spell, but also, like, is it too high up to just get it? Or... What's the door made of? Um, it's silver, as far as you can tell. Silver door. Um, uh, I mean, no, the sorry, no. Next to it sorry, uh, I didn't hear you. I, I, I thought you meant the bell. Uh, the door, uh, the door seems to be seems to be made of gold or gold-covered something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wall next to it is made of cladstone. Well, <laughs> which as we established, we could, <laughs> we could too, we could have a fiddle with the trap and the door, or we could make ourselves a new door. 
Right. Is that hard? No. Um, like I did in the last one, the one with the yes. with the dead person in the bed. Yes. What's the tripwire made of? Uh, as far as you can tell, silvery metal could be silver, could be steel. Uh, I like the new door version of events quite a lot. If we can do it, yeah. Otherwise, it's okay. Just let's let's give it. Um, Not with a belt. It it isn't. You can't just cut it before. Sure. Yes, I think I can. Let's, let's try and make ourselves a new door. All right. Um, I will try and stone shape a little door directly to one side of the door. Yeah, you step to one side of the door, put your hands against the wall, and with a careful, with friend's guidance, the the cloud stone ripples and then solidifies into a simple hinged door. Looks like you can just push it open. Nicely done. Right. Are we ready? Yes. Oh, let's be super careful about this, but yeah. yeah. Okay. What do you do? <laughs> Push the fucking door open, I guess. But... Gotta open the door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got to have made it a pull outwards. door. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to make my door a pull door so it's not going into the room just in case. Good okay. Idea. Cool. Yes. Pull door you do. Um, pull door being the case, you pull, uh, uh, it comes with a very little hand, simple handle. You pull on it. <laughs> it swings open. And you can see beyond... There is, as is so, so much the case, a large, tall room. So a little, con- little just a moment for this. The room beyond is broadly um, square in terms of its layout. And indeed, uh, broadly square. Uh, uh, but uh, it is shorter. Like, it, it's, it's not as... It's about as tall as the previous rooms. So it goes up about like 35 uh, for height actually. Yeah, so it goes up about uh, about 30, uh, 30 feet, I'm going to say, tall, because it matches up where the doors were. Uh, it's probably about uh, 60 foot on a side though, in terms of this, in, in terms of the footprint on the ground. Uh, you can see peering in like where the double doors would be there are no other entrances beyond the one you've created to this room Uh, but you can see that it is uh, uh, supported um, by uh, there is as a uh, as part of a support a large central pillar helping sorry no actually this room wouldn't even need a central pillar um it's made of cloud stone. It can support it. Right. It, that's right. The, the ceiling of this room is slightly arched to support the weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but the floor, which is laid out in tiles of some sort of beautiful gold-speckled green stone, is care, has been carefully apportioned with a series of chalk markings around different objects and they are while there are a panoply of different objects most of the objects here appear to be works of art 
things or uh, like statues, sculptures, painted artwork. Um, there is there is literally a pillar with just a bowl of jewels, a gold bowl just filled with beautifully cut gemstones uh, in one part of the rim. There is what appears to be... There is no context for this, but um, a giant stuffed, you think. It's it's odd. Uh, you're not really sure what, what, what exactly it is, but it looks sort of like a gigantic lizard. It doesn't sit... Not, not, not like the dinosaurs you've encountered before, uh, but about the size of Scamper's T-Rex. With seven heads. Seven lizard-like heads on long, snaking necks, posed in a fierce uh, position. There is is a taxidermized hydra. Wow. And tucked into one corner of the room. You do. Stuff you think is always a really weird quantifier. Yeah. Mm. Uh, (laughs) In one corner of the room, uh, there is the small uh, dragon bone and uh, mummy dust and all sorts of bits uh, totem that has been placed into one of these little. into this spot and outlined in chalk. And also, um, there are four figures in this room each of them ten foot tall right uh, broadly humanoid uh, you can see one seems her skin seems to be made of wood and she wears uh, she wears robes of uh, of green plant like material uh, there is one uh, who seems to be would he would appear to be in full plate armor if you could make armor out of sandstone. Oh wow! Uh, there is a man with uh, there is a pale man with like hair blowing in a perpetual breeze in diaphanous <laughs> robes <Yeah>. with traily <laughs> bits, which are also blowing as uh, as well. Um, and there is, for want of a better word, the girl from the ring, if you put her in a really nice kimono. Wow. Okay. Just dripping onto the floor. Staying hydrated, as was described by the drunk man. (laughs) Yeah. So, at this point, I will say, since you created a door and came in, you get a surprise round. Yay. Please roll initiative for the, for when we st- oh, for when the battle no. starts, though. Because yeah. they notice Ooh, you, but you do me. get a jump. Shit from me. That's an eight. Uh, um, 17. Th- 13. Okay. Um, sorry, 13 was uh, causing 17 yep. was scamp. Uh, let's grab victory. Um, and victory is. I have this. There we go. Okay, victory was uh, was fourteen as well. Sorry, it's fourteen. 
Okay. Uh, as the as you you all come in through this tiny uh, through this tiny door in what I'm going to say is the uh, room goes uh, double doors are in the south side of the room. I'm going to say that you come in on the south uh, east through the tiny door and complete opposite side of the room on the northwest is your totem. Also, there are innumerable thousands of golds uh, worth of uh, stuff. just stuff here. So tell me if you want to take an action to grab anything. <laughs> this was the yeah. lesser impound office. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of mm. shit here. So, Scamp, you are first. You are first through the door. Um, has the, the smoking of my ears stopped? Uh, it has been questions. over a minute. I'm afraid the smoking of your yeah, ears so has stopped. Um, you do still have Shame. inspiration, though, I believe. That Should is do. good. D12. Because <laughs> if I was still able to do max damage, I could do some horrible things right now. <laughs> uh, but never mind. Uh, okay. How far away is the stuffed Hydra? Oh, the stuffed Hydra My is... God, I'm going to... I'm gonna roll for uh, for which corner of the room this is in. Where the hell are my defaults? Here we go. One, two, three, four. Okay, the stuffed hydra is on the uh, is in the northeastern part of the room. Uh, so I am going to say that is uh, fifty feet away. Oh, that's plenty of room. That's no problem. Lovely. Um, I am going to. Well, first of all, I'm going to do a stupid bluff that won't work and go, um, we were just looking for a toilet? Oh, never mind, that's not going to work. The, the, uh, the four Davis look at you and then, yeah. Do they even speak, Jeff? <laughs> um, yeah, I will. This is very much anime object. Yeah, this is a huge object. Yep, I can do a huge object. How many do I get? I get... There's the thing. I forgot, lost my place. Yeah, can't do larger than huge. Count as eight. Okay, are there any um, small things around as well that would be fun to animate? There are numerous small things. Uh, how anything many... pointy. Anything pointy. Uh, okay, I'm going to say that there are... Uh, yes, there is a rack. In fact, actually, no. You, you roll a lock check for me, please. Okay. Uh, eight. Oh, <laughs> How pointy is the totem? Uh, the totem itself. How big is the totem? The totem itself is a medium object. Oh, really? Don't worry. Um, uh, but it is pointy. It is a pyramid on top. Uh, I would say then that there are. Yep, you do oh, see. Do that. uh, oh, that's really annoying. Uh, okay. Uh, there is next to the hydra. Uh, there are two uh, jeweled daggers uh, on a little plinth. Cool. Uh, I'm going to cast this one up and do it at six to give me a couple of extra things. I will do the two daggers, uh, the hydra, and the totem. Nice. What's the max? What's your range on this? 120 feet. Yep, you get the totem as well then. So. The totem, the two daggers, and the uh, and the the stuffed hydra, 
There's a brief moment, or as you as you step in, where do you move to, by the way? Or are you just staying at the entrance at this tiny doorway? I think I'm gonna like stand behind, like in the doorway, okay. pretty well to the side, and just peering in. Okay. Like, oh no. You peer in, you cast, and there is a sudden surge of magic as the Hydra suddenly cracks all seven of its heads in a kind of jerky not quite natural way like like an inexperienced puppeteer <laughs> is moving it uh although uh, if you want to make it be non-magical objects can i do the uh the the totem that's gonna be a magical object isn't it oh yes if it specifically says non-magical you can't do yeah. the totem uh, because the totem is very much a magical object. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Fair enough. Uh, but I'll just do it at fifth then if I can't get the totem cool. as well. All right. So the the two the two the 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 jewel uh, the two jewel daggers flip up into the air and the hydra clicks its many necks and twists. And you know what? Actually, um, make a perform check, please. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's a seven. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah, Not the Hydra moves. I do actually sod it. Let's add the inspiration slide. Is it D twelve? Yeah. As yeah. <laughs> funny as that. Okay. Be. Well, that's that's thirteen then. It's slightly better. <laughs> moves with about the grace with which Scamp can puppet could puppet one of these oh, uh, this rather like than rather than the grace with which Robbie could puppet this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this is so it's very much. The, the Hydra p- floats into the air. It's like when you see a small child, like, pick up a stuffed dinosaur and go, ah, and, sm- <laughs> and knock over some toy soldiers with it. That's basically <laughs> what's happening. Adorable. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you want them to do? They act on your turn. I mean, I want them to attack, because okay. they can use my bonus actions to give the instructions, so they're going to attack... Um, I'm, I'm going to say the nearest one uh, is uh, Dashu, the uh, the one in the sandstone armor. Sorry, is Chunyan the one in the sandstone armor? Well, that feels like it'd be hard to hit, but yeah, let's go for that one. <laughs> okay. So they're all going to attack. Are the daggers small or tiny? Uh, they are. Uh, the like these are. More like short swords. They're, they're, they're small. Okay. And the... Well, the, the Hydra does an attack, and that is... Ooh, 22 to hit. Uh, a 22 will hit. Roll damage. Um, ooh, 20. 20 damage. The... Yeah, it's less like the Hydra bites down on... Uh, ah. On Chunyan, and it's more like... Uh, it's you smack three of its heads into into them. Uh, interestingly, it does uh, the the teeth do rake across uh, the armor and leave scratches, scratches that seem to bleed a little, uh, a strangely glowing substance. But they all they are like very very light scratches. Um, and it's less effective than it than you would expect. So, uh, so uh, the daggers are definitely going to miss because I've rolled eleven for both of them. Ooh. 
yeah, they they uh, they they uh, they, uh, they both fly at uh, they both fly at Chenyan, uh, who brings one of his arms up in time to deflect both black daggers as they make the attack. And such a silly material to make. Oh, they're out of what you're thinking. Okay, uh, scamp. Then anything else you want to do? Uh, I'm gonna duck slightly back out. I'll give myself a bit of cover in the doorway. Okay, you have half cover in the doorway. Uh, that brings us to um, so th- victory. Just glances, uh, looks back, uh, and okay, she's she just quickly checks like uh, grab and smash or fight. Grab and smash. Uh, grab and smash. Yep. Grab and smash. If we can help it. Okay, grab and smash then. Uh, she is going to sod it. She's going to go uh, uh, use up a fifth level spell and try it uh, as you see her sort of f- uh, her hair stand on end and with a tap of thunder uh, she uh, a wave of something comes out of her and tries to latch around the four different figures. So you can't use a fifth level spell. Try and cast hold person. Uh, wait. Assuming hold person will affect creatures of this size. I'm having. I'm genuinely having a. a I'm genuinely having. Um, Do they count as humanoids? Technically, no. These aren't humanoid for the purposes of this spell. Oh, um, so, okay. uh, I think that she knows the limits of her of her own spells. So, instead, uh, what she is going to do is fuck it. Actually, I think she's just going to. Uh, she can see that right now they're they're all arranged in a nice little uh, in a nice little square. So she's going to step in 15 feet and position herself so that uh, Chunyan and uh, and Dashu are in a line. And she claps her hands together and Hadouken style casts lightning. Nice. Uh, and as a bonus action, we'll then immediately jump backwards uh, at 10 feet and escape and before heading back out of the door. Uh, so that is to save them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, with one success, but one takes both. So this is, what the hell does her, does she roll? She just rolled that. So it's 86, isn't it? Uh, it is. Okay, 28 damage to one, 14 to the other. Okay, so uh, her strike against Dashu uh, catches the uh, catches the da- uh, the Woody Deva uh, by surprise, and although uh, and uh, and actually gets her straight in the chest, knocking her backwards and down, um, and back uh, and just straight flatten her back. Chunyan, already under attack, manages to deflect 
the lightning, like he's parrying a blow. Uh, but it's, it does seem to slightly crack the armor again. He's, if perhaps lightly wounded at best, might be the best way to look at it. Dashu just seems to extend vines around her and pushes herself back up into place. There is a, uh, the green dress she's worn is torn. And some of the bark is a little charred. But she's clearly got quite a lot of fight left in her. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that's the end of Victory's Go. Corzin. Okay, um, Corzin, looking around the uh, the doorway, how far away are these four figures from him currently? Okay, Dashu is 20 feet into the room. Um, okay. uh, Chunyan is uh, 40 feet in... Uh, same distance for Kosho, uh, the, uh, the, the the sort of breezy looking one, and yep. the uh, and uh, uh, Ringu <laughs> and Luolio uh, is on the far side of the room, so she's probably close to sixty feet from Corzin, and right. directly in front of the of the pyramid totem. Okay. Um, for my turn, thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna start with a bonus action. Go for it. Which is um, new spell, haven't cast before. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to uh, gesture to the uh, the ambivalent octopus, who is going to, with one of its tentacles, make just sort of like a slicing motion in the air. There is a uh, a, a tiny little slit appears in the air. It forces one of its uh, tentacles through, and the uh, tentacle appears elsewhere in the room through a similar slit and grabs hold of Kosho, or at least that's the uh, hope. I'm casting Grasping Vine. Nice! Okay, so Kosho, uh, the windy one, like Franz, and you see... They need to make a dexterity saving throw, um, or be pulled 20 feet directly toward the vine. Uh... The vine I'm going to place 30 feet away from me. Uh, I will say to to the side of the room, so I can just basically yeah. pull him out of the way. Okay, you basically then, uh, yeah, it's kind of like halfway along the room. So it's kind of it yeah. almost comes out of the double doors on the on the south side. Sure, um, okay, that works. How okay the vi- uh, the tentacle s- s- uh, swishes out. Uh, Kosher uh, dr- immediately just flies straight into the air just mm-hmm. <laughs> straight up 10 feet uh his billowing cloak uh clothes around him uh to evade it natural okay, 19 it, it's... on the save ah. uh, right okay any effect uh, any other uh, any effects on a, on a miss or uh, no, but it remains for up to a minute, cool. so I can try that All again right. at some point. Keep sustaining but that. What I am going to do with my main action is use Hunter's Sense, okay. whereby I um, I can gaze into the um, uh, well into the being of a, a creature hmm. and discern magical uh, vulnerabilities, immunities, resistances, and other means to, uh, to hurt it. If it's immune to divination magic, it doesn't work. But uh, if it isn't, then I know it's immunities, resistances, or vulnerabilities. Okay, which one of the four do you want to look at? 
Uh, I'll go with Kosho as well. Okay, Kosho. Staring at Kosho then, uh, you can see... Alright, Kosho uh, in particular, you get an immediate sense of, uh, 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 sense of the reckoning of this, uh, of this figure. You feel that this figure is will not be harm. So this figure is not easily harmed by mundane weapons. Okay. Uh, their their body uh, their body will resist such attacks. Similarly, attacks that work that are based in light, similar to those that you remember when you first encountered the ambivalent octopus. It was wielding like yep. eight blades of light. Such radiant yep. attacks, similarly, are okay. less effective against it. Um, hmm. I actually forgot about this, but worth noting. You get a sense that he is uh, uh, that he is resistant to spells and magic. Full stop. Like he is an, uh, right. like a degree of, of, of general magic resistance. Uh, no, but rather he, he has a greater ability to throw off spell effects. Uh, right. Not like spell damage. Uh, basically, he, he has advantage in saving throws against spells, right. specifically, and magical effects. Um, Tough against spells, um, uh, no mundane weapons, and um, anything holy. And, in, and further to that, you sense he has limitless vigor nothing nothing will ever exhaust him he can he knows no fear and he and charm magic will not chain or sway his mind can't be charmed can't be exhausted or uh, easily frightened mm. okay. do you say this yes Cracking. and as you say this all of you here in your minds indeed we cannot criminals Rude. Well, you don't know us. Save me to do that three more times. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I could have done. I mean, that was dumb, <laughs> but they the told us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so um, causing anything else? Uh, uh, I think actually, if oh, actually, maybe not all of your minds. Does your ring of mind shielding protect you from telepathy? That's a good point. Oh God. Um, I, think it, I think it does. I think you can't be telepathed. Too, I mean, I can be messaged voluntarily, be. Yeah, but you like presuming you haven't lowered your sh- your mental shield. Right. Magic that allows people to read thoughts. Uh, that's all it says on oh, that, my scribble got... description. <laughs> I've got the I've got the uh, the originals. Let me just. Do, 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 do. Uh... Yeah, you can only be telepathically communicated with it if you allow it. So actually, uh, you are the only one who doesn't hear this response, oh. Celestia. Which is really annoying for your pithy retort. I mean, it wasn't particularly good, let's be honest. I'll, um, yeah, after a brief pause, Corson says, same as the others. <laughs> um, okay. Right. You, uh, yes, Corson, any other actions you want to take? Any other movement? For the moment, no, I don't think yeah, so. You're also but, clustering but... by the entrance, uh, by, by the entrance you've created. Yeah. When you say it like that. Well, I'm taking advantage of the fact that I can pop my head around the uh, the door, do what I need to do, and then re- withdraw to full cover. Okay. So, you, yeah, you're all the way around, so you're out of sight. Uh, yep. Okay, Celestia. 
Um, so, distance-wise, if I go into the room a bit, like maybe like 30 feet, I'd not a bit, like if I go like right in there, yeah. um, could I get all of them in a 30-foot radius from me kind of spell? You will need to go right next to Dashu to do it, but yes. Right. But yes, you totally can. Ah, fuck it. It's a lot of damage. Let's do the interesting thing. Um, I'm going to do a knee slide through the door and smack the guitar onto the floor. The rainbow spirit comes up like a whip. There's a brrrr kind of noise, but not remotely like that. Like, like it sounds like an electric guitar, which that didn't like at all. Less like a strangled cat. Ah, yes. That's not the sound it makes. Um, but, um, and um, yeah, I'm going to do destructive wave. So nice. that is, I believe, a deck con save. save. No, it's con save. Yep. And I'm going to do necrotic. Excellent. Obviously. <laughs> Good call. Okay. Fail. Con base. What's your What's your DC? Eighteen. That is eighteen. Okay. Ah, but, but, but I can. I have a reaction. Oh, sorry. You have a reaction. You can react. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yes. I mean, you don't need to roll that. That, that like that will drop it below eighteen. Excellent. So. But what if I roll a zero? On the D? <laughs> <laughs> it just lands on its point, and just you can't move it. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'd call that a five. Same, actually. I would argue that uh, was a five. Yes. Uh, two. So two of these take the full damage. So this is thunder, okay. arbitrarily. Uh, 11, thunder. 16, 18, 20 damage on the thunder. And this is necrotic. The necrotic's real good, honestly. 10, 14, 20, 25. 45 total? Yes. Okay, so half to that. Alright, so as you. In, you strum your guitar. The lancing dark, uh, dark multicolored cracks spread through the room. Uh, the the ones who get the worst of it are, the, are actually the ones who've already be, uh, been caught uh, in the crossfire. So Chunyan, uh, you see the lancers crack through uh, his armor, um, breaking them in places, and a sort of golden uh, light uh, starting to break out uh, here and th- uh, here and there where you actually have leave a massive crack down one arm and it's like there it's like hot there's there's there is a glowing fluid but there's also just like you know when you see god rays through a forest oh, cool. coming out of his arm ah uh, it's really cool <laughs> um, excellent as well, so that'd be yeah. Uh, he's he's moderately wounded by this uh, at this stage. Like it's not looking serious. It's not at death's door, but it's not looking great either. Um, Darshu similarly takes the uh, takes a blast. This time, one of the lances goes through through her cheek uh, and out, and you see a a sort of again 
light coming through, but this time it's dappled like light through forest branches, as and she seems to be leaking sap from the wound and from several oh, other uh, 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 <laughs> others uh, scars and uh, and breaches uh, across her body. Uh, yeah, they are. They're, they're, they're looking pretty pretty uh, pissed off about um, that. I'm going to stand up for my knee slide, um, and as I do. You know how destructive wave kind of yeah. makes rainbow cracks, as we've discussed. Yeah. So all the Excellent. rainbow from the cracks sort of shoops back towards me, like it, it comes, like the energy of it comes in. Yeah. Um, the veins glow up, the eyes glow up, the hair's like super wild, look super hot, rainbow and glowy. <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna invoke Unbreakable Majesty. So it's now a DC 18 charisma check to charisma save. Is it save or a check? One of them to hit me. Okay. Uh, because I'm right next to one of them, so that felt sensible. Yeah, no, it's a really good show. Very good. <laughs> oh, I've just written DC 18 Charisma. Why am I like this? I'll look it up for you. <laughs> so Kosho, Kosho again dips to the side, of, uh, avoiding the worst of the attack, uh, just flying like he's hanging in midair. Uh, Lul, uh, Luliu, uh, Luliu, I should say, uh, however, just takes it. And the cracks seem to vanish into her. Like she ripples a little. Hair over her face, Ringu style. Oh, gross. <laughs> and you, and she says, uh, with a gurgling sort of voice, My turn. Uh-oh. Uh, and... Charisma save. Charisma save. In an instant... She is in front of Celestia. Uh, is that yeah. Doesn't look like... No, there's a brief moment where you, we almost see an after image. It's like she's just really fucking fast. Okay. It's is like, it a magical effect? Um, she, your sense is that she's really fucking fast. <laughs> okay, so yeah. like... Mundanely fast. But, 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 okay, but with fine. the creepiness of the girl from The Ring. Yep, okay. No, it's just, I have a thing. No, it's not a thing that your magic can interrupt. She's just real fucking fast. Yep. Um, okay, say, uh, save? Uh, yes, she makes that save. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say anything about people being immune to charm, like not being affected by it. I don't think it's a charm, so it should affect these guys. Um, yeah. Yeah, she reaches... Uh, you see just the hint of a smile from under her long dripping hair and she with terrible speed reaches both of her hands forward and thrusts them at your face um, so two attacks uh, does it feel gross <laughs> uh, you don't stick around long enough to find out you duck out of the way of both of them as she like rolls astonishingly badly <laughs> No, thank you. Theater from Celestia. <laughs> um, but so you do manage to avoid. Uh, but you do manage to avoid her attacks. Uh, the next up is <laughs> Darshu, who is basically flanking you at this point uh, on the other side of Lulu, as the uh, uh, as the cracked uh, sort of uh, gre- uh, wood-like uh, woman. Uh, turns, fixes you with a scowl. You can see she's like 
although her skin is like is a bit wood like, she she actually has like green eye eye shadow as well that really complements. Oh, very the nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, instead of just like move, attacking in the way in the same way though, she draws her hand in the air, and five spines of wood appear. <laughs> growing out of their hand and fill with leaves in between uh, that knit into the form of like a sort of rattan fan. And she flicks at you with it. Um, Two more attacks. Fifteen? Nope. Sorry? Seventeen? Yep. Cool. Both of those (laughs) hit. (laughs) Um, as she slashes once with a fan and then again. Uh, right. Do you... Uh, what what damage types are you resistant to? Lightning. I think that's it. Yep, that's it. Okay, so you... From the two... She just slashes you twice with the fan. Just like little... And you just feel slight nicks from them. Um, so you take... Do, 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 do. Eight. Uh, 14 points of slashing damage. Mm-hmm. And then you feel an itching, burning sensation as out of the two little cuts she leaves on you, the same dappled green light begins to. Uh, to blaze out oh, of your tiny injuries. Uh, so it's time to take some extra damage. One, two, three. This is many dice. This is many dice. Many dice. So from the first slash, you also take 24 points of radiant damage. Uh huh. And then from the second, uh, you take an additional 26 points of radiant damage. Ooh, um, yep. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> we need to leave. As Celestia's skin begins to burn and crisp around the sunlight bursting out of her, of her skin. Um, I'm down. Goodbye. Ow. You just it, you see Celestia wow. shudder for a moment yeah. and then crumple to the ground. <laughs> well... Uh, Dashu turns and looks at you, Scamp, and it's your turn. Oh dear. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't at full hit points going into this. (laughs) Oh, my unbreakable majesty's gone, boo. Oh, one moment, Ashley. Uh, Dashu, technically... Okay, no, no, she she rolled natural 18 for the Christmas save. She wouldn't have made it, but... Thank you for reminding me, because oh, that yeah. <laughs> worth checking. I'm kind of glad for you that that didn't work, because that would have been sad yeah. to try and take that yeah. back. Yeah. Okay. Um, how far away is my Hydra from the beacon? Uh, it is... Uh, because of the Hydra's size, it is 50 feet from the beacon. Okay, how far can my Hydra move? I should have checked this before, but it did not occur to me. Uh, it's not fast enough. How far is it from Celestia? Uh, it is also 50 feet. 
God damn it. Okay, well, the Hydra's just going to attack again because what Actually, else? Actually, no, it Celestia move forward. It's 40 feet from Celestia. Yeah, I'm 30 foot into the room. Yeah, yeah. It can't move. It's only got 30 feet of movement. It's not going to be able to get you anywhere useful. Fair. Okay. Um... Yes, unfortunately, Pythagoras is your enemy here. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Curse you once again, Pythagoras. <laughs> Alright. Right, Hydra's gonna attack the thing in front of it that attacked last time. Okay, that is um, Chin Yan. That's gonna probably miss, that's a 13. Uh, 13 does. It, it smacks into Chin Yan and the Deva of Pure Rock casts it aside. And the uh, daggers are gonna do the same thing, or at least try to. One of them is gonna do the same thing and miss, and the other one hopefully will hit. That's a 20 something, 23. It does! Roll damage. That's a whole four. This was a very useful bonus action I've had here. Oh well, you it lightly it, it lightly scratches Chen Yan's uh, armor again. It's not proving. It's not super effective. Um, it's not super <laughs> effective. <laughs> I haven't played Pokemon in a very long time. <laughs> Uh, scam. <laughs> uh, yeah, what the hell is useful? Why is everything concentration? I feel yeah. <laughs> Constant um, issue for me. <laughs> yep. Actually, the, I mean, the, now the Hydra's attacked, it might as well start moving towards the beacon. Because it could... It can pick it up eventually, so it's got 30 feet. It will get 30 feet towards the beacon. I mean, Chunyan will take an attack of opportunity because why the hell Oh not? no, what a shame. My poor... <laughs> the, <laughs> I'm yeah. so invested in. Uh, the heart, like, uh, just just in case it's enough. To, how many, what's the maximum number of hit points the, the Hydra has? As a, 80. Yeah, okay. Um, Chunyan does... Uh, does... Uh, reach out with his ha- hand and as if fr- and a sword sort of a, a, a sword of some sort of dark s- metal vaguely like steel appears in it he slashes at the hydra it leaves a gaping wound some of the stuffing comes out <laughs> definitely damaged the resale value of that giant hy- <laughs> t- taxidermized hydra um, but yes the hydra is now much closer to the <laughs> Um, Mm. I will I guess I will move up to where Celestia is and get me magic stick out because I actually have an action left yes you do you're the best Celestia and I've got to bash (laughs) with the magic stick (laughs) for a whole I think it's like I think it's six yay it's not zero I will take it it is not zero you proceed to you, you hit her with your rhythm and stick. Uh, ah, bigot. <laughs> go to dying jail. <laughs> Not the, today, thank you. We're busy. The flood Ow. of energy brings you, uh, brings you back to consciousness. Ooh. I'm in pain. <laughs> uh, okay, that brings us to uh, Kosha. Uh, who... Hmm... I'm gonna roll to see whether Kosho, who is who is feeling more offended uh, at. The, no, I don't even need to roll that. Kosho is a vindictive son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he flies through the air directly towards the tiny entrance, flips onto his side, and in, and goes straight through and out into the hallway uh, just to be next to Corset, to get wow. to Corset. Okay. Um, and we'll proceed, uh, and you see he... That brings his arms forward and the long traily bits flail out at you, Corset. Um, 17? 17 just hits. Okay, the two, the long scarves trailing from the ends of his, uh, of his, uh, of the arms of his robes wrap around your neck and start trying to throttle you. Uh, so, uh, it's like that, is it? Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> um, so you proceed to take. Thirteen points of bludgeoning damage from Stranglin. Thirteen, got it. Uh, and then they, uh, but it's not just that. You feel the air being sucked out of your lungs by his presence, oh. uh, as oh, a weird. as a cold light burns from your throat outwards. Are you resistant to radiant damage? Uh. Okay, in which case uh, you're going to take some uh, some damage. You're going to specifically take uh, 14, 19 from the first hit and another 12 from the second. So 31 damage total uh, okay. from that. Corson is not happy uh, as yeah, co- as the as the wind as the wi- daver of wind uh, is just gonna try and drain the air from your lungs. That's important, actually. Did we actually have that short rest we were intending to have? You did. You all- did. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was all factored in. You got the you got the benefits of a short rest. Okay, so that, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that any of us rolled hit dice, we did we? Yeah. Ah, should have done. Didn't. That is a good point. I really oh, should. Well. Yeah. My apologies. Oh, that's we lost that on the break well. a bit. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, Fair. All right. So let uh, so that brings us to victory. Actually, I think uh, victory. Okay. So this is going to be an interesting one. One, two. Uh, No, no, you are all in the building. Uh, there is, there is not, there is, she should not cast that spell. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a good spell to cast. Uh, a, there is, however, a much nastier spell she can cast, so she's going to. Um, let's go uh, seeing everything happen, uh, she is a victory hair stands on end a wind billows around her uh, and she turns and looks at the at the battlefield beyond right this needs to be super 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 careful Nope, she's not going to do that because that would block your that would block your your, your view of of, uh, of of the pillar. All right, fuck the it. Cosmic vine disappears. Ah, air, but uh, still, hair bizzle, flows an end. Her eyes fill with lightning, 
she steps into the room and actually because of the way I've drawn it, uh, there is a neat line in between uh, Lu Liu, uh, uh, Chun Yan and uh, Do Xu. Uh, so, lightning bolt! <laughs> As she casts again. Uh, save, save, ugh, save. That, that, uh, that, that res resistance to magic is a real bastard. But they do all, uh, but the light, all three of them manage to avoid the worst of it. Again, Lerlu just like absorbing the blast rather than moving. But they, uh, uh, it is some damage at least. So just quickly adjusting for that. Chunyan, it is worth noting, however, is it is his armor is cracked further by the strike. And it does look as if he is now beginning to glow with light from multiple points. This has taken a serious toll on him. Uh, and he is looking askance at the situation. Uh, that's victory's go, Corson. Okay, uh, I, I think Corson is restrained. No! Uh, interestingly, uh, Kosho's strangling of you is about as effective as silk, uh, as silk wrappings would be, backed up by the wind. He can, he's trying to pull the air out of your lungs and, and strangle you, but you feel like you could brush them aside with your arm. And you can, okay. and do if you want. Then I shall definitely <laughs> yes. do so. Am I? Um, well, I take it now. I'm in melee with him. You are very much in melee with him. Right. I will um, douse my weapons with ashwander venom and um, hack away at him with the scimitars. Okay, go for it. Well, the swords. Um, okay, first attack. Natural one, but lucky. <laughs> The only way is up, folks. That's a uh, fourteen. Uh, fourteen. You uh, you try and swipe up with uh, uh, with Riptide. It flies out of your hand, spins up, and you catch it again uh, before uh, before uh, <laughs> instead of dropping it. Uh, but unbalanced as this swing is, uh, as you uh, you see that Kosho like just leans back out of the way. Avoiding the it. old sword toss. Yeah. Okay. You hear a thought in your mind. Flashy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, second attack. Uh, that is... Okay, that is a, uh, a 29. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Okay. That is... Uh, 12 points of slashing damage and a further one point of fire damage assuming that they're, they're vulnerable to that. Uh, indeed actually as the uh, as you slash the uh, the main effect is that <laughs> the, the, the main effect is that uh, Kosho's uh, beautiful delicate uh, robes just catch fire and although a quick burst of wind from him puts them out you see he just looked pissed at the fact that you've now left a stain on his outfit <laughs> <laughs> he's downright incensed 
Okay, and uh, final attack. Uh, that is going to be a 28. That also hits. Okay. Okay, that is 11 slashing damage with a further 3 fire damage. Nicely done. This time, uh, he spins out of the way, but you catch him on the leg. And interestingly, the, again, it leaves only a small cut, but the but we, air begins f- flooding out of him, like it's uh, like it's being kept under great pressure in some sort of uh, hollow bag. Uh, I ain't dancing the silk fandango today, windbag. <laughs> there is a a f- a thin smile from Kosha as he prepares for his. Uh, uh, for a, uh, a return attack. Okay. I'm lying, by the way. I'm totally resistant to fire. I'd forgotten about my waistcoat. Okay. Uh, good to know. That is good to know. Hmm. I'm assuming that was radiant, so... Yeah, like, it is radiant, yeah, it's, so it doesn't... Yeah, all, the, the, their special I just realised that I'd accidentally lied because I was looking for the stats of the waistcoat and I found out that it has a fire <laughs> resistance. <laughs> no, very good to know. Uh, okay. The uh, it, that brings us to uh, Chunyang, uh, who hmm, okay. Uh, Chunyang, seeing what is going on, is going to uh, calls out to Dashu. Dashu, I seek, I require your aid again. Uh, interestingly, the voice like half le- lands itself in your mind in a way that you can kind of understand what is being said. Uh, and he crouches and then leaps over the cluster of uh, of Rinku, uh, Dashu, Celestia, and Scamp, landing in front of Victory, ignoring the passing Hydra. Uh, and is going to just slash at her with the bla- uh, with his uh, uh, with his uh, black iron blade. So two attacks against victory. One hits. Uh, what's victory's AC? Damn, both of these hit. Uh, as a reaction, though. Uh, she's going to use Storm's Fury on the first attack. So, as the uh, as this uh, as the blade cuts in, Victory opens her mouth and a blast of lightning comes out, dealing a flat fourteen points of damage uh, to uh, Chunyan, who kind of just like takes it in the faceplate. Uh, stunned for a moment and more of that golden light uh, bursting through. He's he's clearly not happy about that. Um, though he is not pushed away, so he doesn't manage to make his uh, uh, deal the damage for the full attack. As the sword cleaves in them, victory is going to take uh, 16 points of damage from the slash followed by an additional stupid amount uh, 18 uh, 28 
32 points of radiant. Whoa. Yep, so that brings the total damage to 48 uh, oh, damage sure. dealt. Uh, victory... Yeah, mine was 64. Yeah, like, the slash no goes, goes across her <laughs> chest and then begins to burn with the same gold, with golden light. Uh, she, her scream continues, but this time without the lightning. Uh, she's looking pretty seriously injured by, from that. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Celestia. Um, I'm assuming that I can't get like anyone helpful in a 60 foot cone without my friends being in the way, can I? Uh, technically, in a 60 foot cone, if you angled it, you could get, annoyingly because they're either side of you, um, I can move. Oh, if you move, victory is annoyingly placed, but you could get uh, Lo Liu and Da Shu in a, in a, in a, within a 60 foot cone. Uh, technically, because of where he is, if you were real careful, you could just get. Uh, Le Liu, Dashu, and Kosho through the door and just miss Scamp. So I could, I could do three. You could do three. You will get an attack. You will get an attack of opportunity from Dashu. Mm, I'll die if, if you that move hits them. me. Um, <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> oh, maybe not worth it right now. Now I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bring the guitar back up and smack it down on the floor. And- Cracks appear. I'm okay, well, every all of your enemies are just about within 30 feet, actually. Yes, I so. will do that. Because I really can't take an attack of opportunity. Again, the crossing, no. but I'll start with Thunder. No. Oh. They're all roll they've all been rolling real well. Yeah, but... um 15 Thunder, so not great. Okay. And um, 19 necrotic, so yeah, not amazing actually. Okay, still 34. Okay, um, the the bolts of power blast out. Uh, out. This time they're more prepared. They know what's coming, so they uh, each of them deflect or dodge in different ways. Apart from Lo Liu, again, who again just like body ripples and just takes it. Um, takes it like a chap. Um, mm. However, you can tell that this is wearing them down, especially Chunyan, who's really kind of coming apart at the seams. Um, you know that moment, like when Sauron's had his finger cut off and he's like cut, starting to come up, like yeah. about to explode. Yeah. He's like hovering on the verge of that. Mm. It's that uh, it's not a good time for Chunyan right now. Uh, I should work out whether it's worth bothering healing myself. Because <laughs> I think I'll be down in one shot either way, if anything hits. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm actually... Oh, I don't know. don't know. What are you... Uh, uh, I've got six hit points, but what am I going to bring it up to? Like, 12? <laughs> What's the point? It's always the thing, isn't it? Fuck it, yeah. I'm going to leave it. Um, who? Okay. Oh, who's near me? Um... By way of friends. Uh, Scamp is right oh. next to you. Do you still have inspiration or did you use it? No, I used it. Oh, cracking. I was going, thank you! You get a slap for, for like a, 
Celestia thanking you for healing. There's a little flash of rainbow and somehow it's inspiring. That's pretty inspiring to me. Maybe it's inspiring that they're stood up where they're this interested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I would like to get up with my movement. You do. I just realised I have to specify that. Yes. I get up. You stand up, no longer making yourself vulnerable. Yeah. Um, okay. This being the case, top of the round, Lou Liu is going to slightly reposition herself uh, so that she can she is in range of Celestia and Scamp, and this time flashes her arm one arm at each of you of your faces. Uh, um, so. Is this a spell? No, this is an attack. Okay, I can't do anything about that. Uh, <laughs> hmm. What's your AC, Celestia? 16. Mm. At least I think so. Yes. Okay, well the good news is uh, you managed to duck out of the way of Loli's attack. That's exciting. Uh, again. <laughs> the bad news is you watch as Scamp does not. Uh, and Scamp, uh, you get an arm full of, uh, of arm. Uh, her arm just smashes into your face into your mouth and nose turning to water and you feel a cold dark sensation uh, trying to force its way into your lungs uh, so you take some damage uh, does the water breathing make any difference that's a point. Uh, you can breathe fine the force is bad but the cold but, but the yeah it's like a strain uh, but it's a strange sensation nonetheless you see through the through the rippling of uh, uh, of Lulu's arm, there is like there is actually like the dim flicker of light, like when you're underwater and you can just see the surface sunlight rippling from far above, getting further away. Um, so you take ten points of bludgeoning damage from being smushed in the face. Uh, scamp, and then you also take uh, fourteen points of radiant damage. Okay. Okay. Um, this does not affect your ability to speak. Um, you're able to like pull your face out of her hand uh, in a moment. It's your turn to act. Uh, Darshu sort of flicks, seems to flick for a moment between actions. And then is going to step away from Celestia and Scamp, potentially provoking an attack of opportunity if you want to take Yes, them. please. Um, how badly injured was this one? Uh, like Chunyan, she's pretty seriously injured. What can you do for attacks of opportunities? You can't do spells, can you? Uh, not unless you're a warcaster. Cantrips, I, I think. You can, you can just, you can punch. You can stab. You can use your rapier. Yeah, use the rapier. I never use. Go for it. Do it. I don't you even might know hit. what the attack is off the top of my head. It's your dex plus proficiency. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Natural I'm gonna, one. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the one, and I, I can, I can use a spell because I've got Warcaster. Um, so I've got a. Oh, this is a bad idea. Sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm roll, stumbling around bleeding, and I get a sword out. It's not a good idea. No, roll damage. <laughs> um, what's the damage on my rapier? It's D8 plus your dexterity. God like. help. Um, oh, it's really good. <laughs> it's an eleven. 
Celestia accidentally stabs you in the leg for 11 points of damage, Scamp. Oh, good. Thank you. That, <laughs> oh, fuck, uh, really sorry. Um, <laughs> going to... Oh, the... it has to be... I'll get disadvantage if I do anything with range because they're right in front of me, aren't I? Damn it, there's nothing powerful, max I guess. damage on that. Fuck this. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Your luck uh, is not with you this fight. <laughs> no. I guess I'm doing a shocking grasp because anything else will be at disadvantage. Go for it. And let's not risk a one. <laughs> uh, that's a 28 to hit. That does hit. Roll damage. Uh, where's my d8s gone? They're all hiding. There they are. Oh, it's decent. Um, nine, 16. 16. Okay. You, uh, you, the, the lightning crackles across her flesh, opening more of these strange wounds. Uh, she's... She doesn't have a reaction now. And is not looking good. Uh, she scowls back at you as she goes, but pulls her arm from your grasp, uh, and instead places both hands on Chunyan. Uh, the same dappled sunlight comes from her and seems to infuse his body and you watch as the cracks in his armour begin to seal up. Bugger. Yeah, um, cattle spell might have been more useful there, but never mind. You hear, uh, though there is a, a there is a, 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 you are close enough to hear an exchange uh, as Dashu says, Go. Get help. We will hold them off. You are too injured as it is. Uh, which makes the scam scam. Okay. Um, <laughs> really don't want to be how far away <laughs> from the the what's it is the, the beacon is my hydro friend. Now 20 feet away. Cool. Uh, it's going to get to the, the thing and pick it up. <laughs> And start bringing it towards. It. Clumsily wraps like four of its heads around the, and starts bringing it closer. Um, can it use a dash to come closer? I mean, I guess it's not using any other action, so yeah, I'll say it is able to bring it just about to you and Celestia. Cool. Um, how far away are my friends? <laughs> uh, so. You are currently like 15 feet from Victory. He's backed in, backed up against the wall. Uh, and you would guess you're about 20 feet from Corzin if Corzin hasn't moved, but Corzin isn't actually in your line of sight because he ducked out behind the door. Yeah. And has full oh, cover okay. from everyone else. Um, can I get to be 10 feet from uh, Victory, the Hydra, and Celestia? Is that possible? Yes, but you will provoke an attack of opportunity from Lolia. That's fine. Okay, and she's gonna take it. And boy, I does she! Concentration. I should have done a concentration check before, and I didn't. Um, concentration's fine. Okay. Well, as you step by, she again, like, tries. As you try and pull yourself out, she takes more. Tries to take more. She holds on to your throat uh, from the inside as you pull yourself away, dragging a little more of your life force after her. 
so you take eight points of bludgeoning from the just the violence of pulling her arm out of your mouth and throat. Um, and an additional, not that bad, all said and done, ten points of radiant damage. Okay, okay. Okay. And you do manage... Concentration. Fine. And you do get into position. Cool. Carzen, I need you within ten feet, please. I think it's time we left. Okay. Um, You're going to hold an action? An action. Okay. Uh, Kojo is going to continue. Uh, Kojo looks at the at the burnt bit of his sleeve, at the slash where wind is like gusting out of him. You will pay for that, mortal. And is just going to, uh, s- uh, uh, and this time is going to dive it uh, dive at you, causing. Um, arms in front of him in a way that reminds you of that time you went super causer. Oh, right. <laughs> um, it does not go the way he expects. <laughs> you feel, you see him like his form twist and shift. You get a sense, that you have this sudden preternatural sense that if you stayed put, he was just, he is absolutely going to like disappear just into your nose or something and try and rip you apart from the inside so you don't do that you dive to the side and you watch as this whirlwind of force smacks into the wall and abruptly becomes human shaped staggering uh yeah natural one from a natural one and a natural two from him wow just just reminding myself here uh, he is 10 feet tall right yep He's a size category. He's two size categories larger than. Yep. Right. This may become relevant shortly. Um, but yes, Kojo has now moved to the other side of you, and by virtue of having just like smack, he completely flubbed his attack. Um, Hooray! Hey, big guy, I'm over here. The uh, victory. He kind of looks. It uh, looks like panicky looks at you scamp and says and says uh we likely to be staying in the building um i mean as long as it's not a sanctum then no she holds she starts uh, holds her hands out her hair stands on ends and you feel a sort of rhythmic (laughs) coming from her building in crescendo uh, as rumblings like thunder starts all around her. You sense she's holding on to quite a powerful spell. <laughs> Soon as you do, then. Uh, okay, Chun Yan. Uh, sorry, no, not Chun Yan. Corzin. Okay, um. Corzin is going to as a bonus action costs um, ensnaring strike on uh, on Chogu mm-hmm. and it's going to attack oh, I'll just double check that so. how far away are you? Can you get to us? Yeah, can you get to ten, within you, 10 you, feet? You definitely really can nice get to within leave. 10 feet of Yeah, me. that's the thing. Cool. I'm trying to get it to the point where he can't hit me back for running but yeah 
yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, uh, that is a 15 to hit him. Uh, that... Ooh. Hmm. No. And you're out of Sipes Camp, so... Uh, but, so, uh, no, you try to hit Kosho, and he, with, again, that preternatural sort of grace, <laughs> evades the blow. Regular attack, then. Uh, oh, that's a that's a twenty-four hits. Okay, so that's twelve slashing damage, three fire damage, and assuming the the secondary one would uh, hit again, uh, he needs to make a oh, one. He needs to make a strength save, DC sixteen. Uh, ooh. I think he fails. Okay, um, he is restrained and takes a further two bludgeoning damage. As the strike hits, the ten uh, the octopus's tentacles reach out, and you see he's <laughs> held in place, <laughs> struggling like uh, uh, wind-like against the bindings. <laughs> this is not the last of our. Uh, you and I shall have. I, I rather think it is. Uh, and I <laughs> peg it towards the, um, yeah. uh, to the rest of the group. Because okay. uh, he's restrained now. He can't uh, attack me. As you as you get into space, Scamp, what do you do? Um. Well, I've got to tell Victory to do the thing. Because I don't want to move us. Okay, before. yeah. Victory does starts <laughs> so releasing at the exact same moment you cast. Um, so. I'm gonna grab the clothes that I and focus on the clothes we stole off the washing line before. Yeah. Because um, I don't want to just send us somewhere random. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna test teleport. Okay. Oh, is it time? time? That's exciting. With a pulse. There's a, there's a, there are these it, fractions. Eight creatures, so, and technically right now, yeah, the, the Hydra is a creature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the Hydra is coming with, including the Excellent. thing it's holding. Okay. Right. We're not leaving behind Steve the Chicken or anything. Oh, I can't remember. I've, I did count and I was like, is that right? I've lost track. But the Hydra's coming. Right, fine. Okay. Yep. Marjorie's Hydra not and the totem. Marjorie, yes. I think we've said before Marjorie manages to evade classing sort of. No, no. Oh dear, someone's go someone's staying behind. If anyone gets left behind, it's going to be the chicken. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right, Steve, as you gather together, you do a quick calculation the moment you realise Oh no. And with, <laughs> Oh no! I said I was an expert at maths at the Um and you feel inspired like some part of you has been inspired by the by by the f the strange folding of space that you witnessed the the act that got you into this strange place between places to begin with and you feel like uh, and in the same and you feel like you can apply that in the same way you do to the teleport circles you can be there and here, and as you grip the piece of clothing, the world seems to tear around you. There is a flash of darkness 
um, as suddenly black cracks appear all around you in a manner not (laughs) unlike the folding of the house away of the house and then uh, 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 and as you do so you see the uh, uh, Victory raises a foot and stomps it on the ground, discharging something with a with a crack of echoing thunder. The black void encapsulates you for a moment and then crumbles apart <laughs> as you find yourself on the terraces overlooking the city by a now empty washing line you look you can see fires have broken out in several places across the city of golden law and with a distant (laughs) because you travelled faster than sound did uh, for a moment you see a section of the city begin to collapse as an earthquake rumbles through it. Winds swirl around it and bolts of lightning uh, and crackles of lightning appear in the air. Fuck! Well, that's impressive. Oh, what the fuck just happened? Look around. There, you're all here. And mercifully, not the Deva. Causing scamp. Celestia, Victory, Jeffrey, Marjorie, uh, it's not Stormy. Uh, Stormy, Hydra, <laughs> and an empty cage. No, <laughs> Steve, no. Oh, <laughs> like a flashover of Steve just doing this like epic battle <laughs> <laughs> as the building starts coming down around him. <laughs> Well, I think that concludes our chicken experiment, doesn't it, really? I don't think it had a soul. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, okay. It counted as a person or a creature, didn't it? Oh, oh. oh no. Why would you say, why would you make this harder for me, Cousin? <laughs> the minute of magic ends and and has and the giant and the giant animated hydra slumps to the ground. Oh, oh fuck. Um, do you think that's a loud enough noise for Mole? Um, or shall, shall I add an- another one? And see uh, an I no, think no, no, that'll probably do it, darling. Because that, that looks fun. I think I could do one of those too. Really fun. Certainly uh, the best thing for us right now. C- can, so we, we be going? can we go? I think that's wise. You yeah, grab the the uh, totem and animals in tow. You begin a dead run back through the city. Uh, but I will say, actually, uh, sorry, not through the city, but back from towards Celestia the, uh, back six through the terraces. Um, I will say, um, roll. I'd like each of you to roll a luck check, though, please. Yep. Okay. Ooh. Natural one, but lucky. <laughs> Three. Eleven. Ten. Okay. Not good. Um, no, Causin, you take four points of damage um, as you are running, uh, as you run and turn and cut yourself on something. 
uh, and look to the side and you see embedded in, in bereft of, ma- uh, of the animating force uh, at, uh, in the side of the hydra uh, does appear to be whatever that strange uh, black iron blade was that Chunyan had been carrying. What the heck is this? Grab it, grab it, grab it, grab it. Grab, 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 grab it, grab it, grab it, grab it, and start running. <laughs> this thing is going to be huge compared to me, right? Oh yeah, it's like it's you're, you're, you're wearing an. It's like you've got an anime sword. Um, oh, you've got like your proper cloud buster yeah. sword. Uh, like compared to you, yeah, it's just a bit of oh, a yeah. big sword for everyone else. You grab, run really to the back. We take the hydra. <laughs> we definitely have no way of taking the hydra. Sadly, the hydra will not fit. Can we take a head? We'd have to spend time yes. cutting it yes, off. Yes, we can. Can we take a head? Use the new sword. Use yes. the new sword. Take a you head. Take yes. the sword. I'm sorry. We can get money for a stuffed hydra head, right? Um, <laughs> do we count as, uh, as uh, proficient with this? Uh, yes, I should do. He <laughs> takes both hands, but chomping it down with honestly worrying ease you decapitate mm-hmm. one of the hydra heads mm. oh I like this sword. and that will go into a bag with you it is definitely a two handed weapon for Corsa excellent I mean we can either get money for it or mount it on the captain's wall um, either way it's great yep. <laughs> as far as yeah, I'm yeah, concerned yeah, yeah. and with that I'll make it into a hat Bagging together, <laughs> bagging together your loot and fleeing the city of Golden Law, you race back through the uh, in through the terraces, through the jungle, pursued by sham- I'm, I'm going to hand wave this because you're pursued by more shambling vegetation, but they are slow. They are slower than you could all run. Russell, Russell, Russell. I brought literally anything from the house. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, I literally have something on me. I have the moth I cloak. Have... Oh. I mean, I have grabbed me. I don't know if that would count quite. You I'd, don't know. Mm. All you know is it works there. Um, and Next time I'm grabbing a spoon. And, str- and you begin scrabbling your way back through the maze-like, uh, through the maze-like roots of the hedge garden. And then back uh, and onwards. But what... uh, But what mysteries and dangers you encounter from there are a tale for next time. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you all very much for playing. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs, Fair Seas and Natural Twenties. I'm always down for a good time in a city where fun's a crime. Been 50 years, it's time to take a long overdue jailbreak. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Cassinier. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.